know what I'm saying? We already, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's my birthday, so you already know what I'm about to do. I mean, I hope you know what I'm about to do. What song do you think I'm going to play? Yeah, I, yo, I don't know. You don't know what song I'm about to play? You know what song I'm about to play. <laughs> I don't know what song Bree, stop fucking with me, man. You know what song I'm about to play, bro. Play it. Yeah. That news go for that shit. It's, it's your birthday. They ask me what I do and who I... We do not own the rights to this music. We do not own the rights. Do not sue us. Because all you're going to get is maybe $5 and the rest of this pink lemonade from Burger King. Mm. Oh, when I die, bearing me inside the Lewis style. All I want for my birthday is a big booty girl. Girl, girl, girl. It's too early. I'm not drunk enough to start disrespecting women. Skirt, skirt. Man, moment there to get to it. Mm. I'm in the kitchen. Yams everywhere. Ah. Mm. Mm. You the real nigga breathing in my own my friend. Referee. Blow that whistle. Oh, that tech. Uh. Alright, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Whoo, I'm already sweating. I'm already sweating. Let me get the birthday napkins out. Shit. You playing I'm, the role of Thompson today? Yo, not even. Don't play me. Don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect me. I'm going to open this window a little no more. Shade no shade to Thompson. No shade to Thompson. All the... All the... All the... All the... sweats. No, actually, third sweat a lot. Who? Every third has sweat a lot. Damn. So, who, so who's another third that sweats a lot? You need me to say it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant, like, popular thirds. Like, <laughs> oh, like, like I thought you was, like, Shane and DJ. Envy and... Wax oh, from the uh, brain, uh, idiots, and no, but it always seems mall to be, from the Joe Button pot oil for the formula. Hundred percent. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But um, how how are you, my friend? How you been? How's life? How's your week? Listen, it's Friday. Yes, it is. It's the weekend. Yep. It's your birthday. Yeah, it's the best day of the year, May Fourteenth. I I I'm still tripping off the fact that you got a mixtape and an album for your birthday. Word. That's shout out, shout, yo! Shout out to Jermaine and Onika. Real talk. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> to celebrate yeah, you. yeah. Two claps. Two claps. Some of the viewers ain't gonna know what we talk about, but the it's real okay. ones know. It's the okay. real ones know. One hundred percent. Well, no. Um, I don't know, man. It's been a remote week, but still an active week. Yeah. I uh, you know, every morning I make sure I bring my niece to school. We Word. have nice conversations, and mm-hmm. we had a conversation. Um. And I asked her what she wanted to be when she was older. Mm-hmm. And she told me she wanted to be a cop. Oh, shit. So it's said, too early, man. I said. It's too early in the pod for this nonsense. All right, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. Her thought process is that cops don't get in trouble. Wow. So she's, oh, I already know where her head is at. So I said, so you think that cops should be able to do whatever they want and not get in trouble? She said, no. I said, do you think that if somebody makes a mistake, they should be um, arrested? And she's like, well, not everybody. So it's all in the perception of, like, somebody told her if she steals something, they're going to call the cops on her. So she's like, if I'm the cops, nobody's going to get mad at me. Or call the cops on you because you are the popo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's like... How old is she? Six? Image, she just turned six. It's wow. like an image of our, um, our society and where we're at, but 
I'm just, before I, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, no, you can't be a cop, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to pick her brain and, and see how it makes sense. So I asked her a whole bunch of questions, and then she was like, I don't know if I want to be a cop. So I'm like, okay. Not to, like, deter her, because I think they could be You wanted to deter there, her, and it's but fine. I don't want her to want to be a cop or want to be anything for the fact that it to doesn't hold it, any um, To avoid accountability, accountability. yeah. Like, that, that's not something that should be a thing. Um Besides that, it was basically like, you know, trying to do as much work that's not going to leave me stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I managed to do that this week. I was effective, I believe. Okay. Depending on who you talk to. Yep. But I, I, I think that's, I was effective. That's how it works. And uh, no, I just did some stuff for me this week, which was good. Self-care, man. Self-care. Being selfish, especially in this climate especially in this world after the year that we came off of man taking care of yourself is so important that's why this birthday feels this birthday feels better than the first 31 mainly because i couldn't remember the first two but <laughs> and like all the all the ones that came after it you gotta do that you you have to do that as a bit on stage I will. I will. 100%. I got you. But I can't remember the first two. I can remember pieces of all the rest of them, all the, all the kid ones. The my I think my 10th birthday party was like the best birthday I've ever had. When I turned 10, my mom and dad, for whatever reason, they pulled out all the stops. Mm-hmm. You're, not a, you're not in the singles. You're in the double digits and bah, here's candy and invite all your friends and like, it was just crazy. There was a cookout. Like, it was, oh man, it was nuts. But like, 32, man, I just felt like when I when I hit 30, I knew that I had made it mm. because I wasn't supposed to see 30. Why you say that? Just wasn't supposed to. You know why. I ain't going to bore the listeners by right, jumping right, on right, a soapbox. This is my birthday. We're going to keep it positive. I'm going to let you have that. Let's have that. Well, I mean, I told my man Trap earlier because he turned 30 um, on May 5th last week. And he was just like, I ain't supposed to be here. And I said, nigga, we ain't. We're really not supposed to be here. And that's not just black men. That's black women. That's black men. That's black women. That's brown women. That's brown brown men. Like, we're not supposed to, to make it to this age and, you know, feel like we supposed to be that age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the survivor's remorse, a survivor's guilt. It's like, never supposed to have nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, and then especially where I came up, like, I mean, like, I took my little, I took my annual birthday reflection walk yesterday and just thought about where I came from. Mm-hmm. Bruh, grew up, was born on, born on Lenox Ave, mm-hmm. moved to Superior Street on the West End. So Lenox Ave on the South Side to Lenox, uh, to Superior Street on the West End. Went from the West End to the Hoffa Projects, lived there for fucking four years. Then lived on Atwell's Ave when Federal Hill was still Italian. You know what I mean? And lived over there for until I was what, 14. So for, from like age seven to age four. So seven years over there. Oh, that's mad funny. We were in Federal Hill at the same time. That's nuts, bro. That's nuts. So over there for like six, seven years. No, five years. Five, five or six years. Some seven to 13. Yeah, mm-hmm. so six years. Then from there to Goddard Street, and then I've been on that side of town like the rest of my adult life. But 
yo, it's just crazy. Like 32. I think about my nigga Barry, rest in peace. He'll be, he would have been 35 this year in August. And he's not here. I think about Errol, who would have been my age. He's not here. I think about Jamont, who would have been, I think he would have been 31, my brother's age. He's not here. Like, there's a whole bunch of brothers that didn't make a little Honda. Like, Honda Brown. Mm-hmm. He's not here. Like, and he got shot in the, shot in the head, like, in and thrown in a dumpster when I was in the ninth grade. So I think about all this type of shit, like, wow. And then you, you hear about what happened yesterday. We had nine people get shot right up the street. Yo, that was in, that was across the street from my, from my aunt's house. Mm. My aunt's house where we went to like plan my grandmother's funeral, which was this week. Mm-hmm. And we were just there on Sunday. Everybody was there. So it's like, and then you got nine, you know, young people getting shot and, and letting 50 fucking bullets fly. Crazy. Like, broad daylight too. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers wild. So I say all that to say, I feel very blessed and honored and fortunate to be in the position that I'm at. I'm healthy. I have amazing friends in my life. I have a dope podcast that I love recording every week. And I'm making motherfuckers laugh. And I'm doing what I have to do with my job. And it's just great. So, I mean, it was a solid week, man. Outside of having to put my grandmother in the ground, it was a motherfucking phenomenal week. Mm. And I have no complaints. I had the week off. I did everything that I wanted to do and nothing at all at the same time. And you can't beat that shit. It's a good feeling. Yeah, man. So, it's a really good feeling. So that's my check-in. Is there anything else you want to add to your check-in before we get on with the shits? Nah, just, you know, it was hard to follow up last the week before last, before this one, because it was like a great week. Yeah. So this week, I'm like in my house working remotely, so mm-hmm. I can't really... I was in person. I was interacting with kids. I was interacting yep. with adults. It was just way different. So this week wasn't bad necessarily. It just wasn't. Didn't have the same energy. It wasn't the same energy. Yeah, yeah. That's a. So, that's and I'm a, not even mad at it either. That's a real thing, though, man. Like in per- being in person, there's something about being in person that's you know, it makes you feel good. What's up, Thompson? Oh, Coots, Coots, the only one in the live. No, um, Hell four one six. Who? Oh, okay. I think that's Chelsea. Okay. Okay. But all right, let's get into our first official topic of the evening. You posted a video on our group chat on Facebook, man. It was a video of a UK couple, black couple, mm-hmm. doing couples marriage counseling. Yes. Televised. So, <laughs> this was a video that was shared by Abba and Preach. Shout out to Abba and Preach. Um... And in the video, it's a couple that decides to go to couples counseling. Um, I believe they're a married couple. Mm-hmm. Who we got here? Sarah. Sarah? <laughs> um, it's a married couple yep. who went to couples counseling. Yep. And in the midst of this couple co- couples counseling, a lot of things come to the surface. Yes. On how they view each other. Yep. Problems that happen in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, just real shit. So before I get into my perspective on it, I want to know what you thought of the video. Go ahead. Go on by. Hello. Um, what I thought while I was watching it was, number one, these niggas is actors. After I got through the, to the very, very end, they're really good actors. 
highly trained, very skilled. Clearly. Very, if very. If their actors did very talented. They, they have, in the beginning, it, it looked like they were going to be like spoon-fed what to say, whatever, whatever. Nah. And then towards the, towards the, the way the um, conversation happened, whoever wrote that is talented. Phenomenal. And for them to deliver the lines, I mean, it sounded very, very believable. But the issues at hand were real shit. It was. So, like, if he's the breath, and this is... The reason why I liked it is because you know I've been watch I've been I've been watching a lot of Sam, Kevin, Kevin Samuels, Samuels. Man, but I haven't watched a, a, any video from him in like three months. I mean, not three months, three weeks because the content is repetitive, and I, you know I hate I hate well, and, and the women are asking the same questions, and none like of them they haven't are, watched none of his videos. Yeah, yeah so like goddamn, so I haven't been looking at any of his content. I've kind of just said, I right, he's he's good, he's entertaining. I watch him, da da da, but. A lot of the shit that he's said in some of the videos that I've watched unfolded in this very, very motherfucking video. And you mm -hmm. have this allegedly married couple that haven't been married for more than like think like two years. Um, mm -hmm. And the wife doesn't want to be a housewife and the husband wants her to be a housewife. Mm -hmm. So and they're and they've been married two years already and they already live together. They already cohabitate. Rules have already been set. Expectations have already been set. But they're at odds because they didn't set the expectations in their relationship before they decided to get married. Mm -hmm. So now they're at odds and they're trying to air each other out and throw one another under the bus in front of this old-ass, decrepit white woman. <laughs> the stuff he said to her, though, he's like... I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, put me in front of a stranger. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, it went, yo, the first, the first minute and a half when she said, well, da 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 da, and he just looked at her. He was just like, he was wait, like the way he looked at her when she was trying to explain why they were there. He was just like, are you mad? Like he did not want to be there, yo, and like. I don't know either one of their names, and quite frankly, I can't even. Remember. It, doesn't it wasn't either. important. It doesn't matter. It really wasn't important. But if you're a six-figure guy in the UK, you're making a lot of money because you know their 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 uh, pound the, is the what pound. a a dollar ninety, uh, and our dollar and uh, like it's like a lot. Is it one point seven maybe? A dollar seventy is a lot. Man. It is a lot. If it's I got to pay one dollar and seventy cents for one pound in that paper, that less than a, it's, it's less at least than one point three. It's less than a, it's less than an ounce. The money, like the actual money. <laughs> so I got to give you one point one dollar seventy cents for one pound, which is really an ounce of another paper, and they weigh the same. I'm heated, but he makes six figures though, and she got a job, mm -hmm. and he don't want her to work. Mm -hmm. And did they say what she did for a job? Was she like they, a lash specialist or some shit? They didn't. They didn't say what she did for they a job. He's like a uh, what's it like a financial consultant for celebs and high high value some, people. Some, some shit where he has to go to a lot of functions and talk to a lot of people. So he's and like he yeah. has to be money in order to make money. Mm hmm. And she's like he he's faking it till he makes it. Like <laughs> he goes out with men and all the, all his friends and they're way well off than he is and then we are. And I'm saying, like, she contradicted herself in the first five minutes so much. Well, here's the thing. I feel like she said she said that he fronts like he got money, and then he has to work harder to make that money that he acted like he fronts yeah. he had in order to pay the bills. He, like, what, but he spends, then it was contradictory when they said that he makes a lot of money. Very, he makes a lot of money, and they're very well off. So it was like. So is he fumbling the bag and then trying to work his ass off for two weeks straight to get a bag back and not spend time with you? Or is he good and you just don't like the amount of money he spends because he does he's not always transparent about mm. what he's spending. And mm. it was to me, it was number two. It was the latter. It was like 
he wasn't transparent about how much money he was spending when he was out. I don't it think wasn't. It was, I don't think it was either of those. What do you think but, it was? Unless you finish. What do you think it was? I'm gonna tell you. Let's have done. let's ping pong, man. All right, cool. Let's ping pong. So ping here's pong. what I think it was. I think it was that she. A lot of women are under the perception that men make money to impress women. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you get a woman that you marry and you decide you want to spend the rest of your life with, you don't have you can chase the bag, yes, but you don't have to chase the bag like you did before because I'm here. You got me. Gotcha. Now, when someone has drive and it's in within their personality to chase the bag, you mm-hmm. can't be mad at somebody for chasing the bag. Gotcha. I think you have two separate love languages fighting each other. I know you hate that shit, but Jesus Christ. Honestly, he. It looks like he shows his love. Mm-hmm. Two different types of expressions of love. That's what I'll say because I know that's a trigger. Okay. Um, two different types of expressions of love mm-hmm. coming together, and neither of them understand how each other loves can love the other person. Okay. So you love a person how you want to be loved instead of how they should, how they want to be loved. All right. Which doesn't make much sense, but So I think it's that she she assumed that. Once he married her, he wouldn't have to do as much to chase the bag because he got what he needed and they were financially set. And he was going to spend more time with her and all of these things that she ignored before they got married. He's not chasing a bag, though. He's, he's doing... He's, being he's just working. He's working. He's being himself, but... Yes, but he's working. That's it. He's working. You know what... Like, and if you... And this is the thing, like, you got to be with somebody long enough to know all of the habits before you cohabitate. Before you say, hey, let's move in together, get a, get a house, get an apartment, get a loft, get a condo, whatever the fuck it is. Date that nigga for three, four years, learn all that shit, date that woman for, you know what I mean? And then make a make an informed decision. Because if you're only going off of, you know, dating for a few months, I, I feel like she said they only dated a few months before they got engaged. And then, you know, they got married like a year later. They I, It feels like they weren't together long. No, you know they what didn't I mean? know each other. Nah, and 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 again, this that plays into my theory that they're both actors and they're not really married. But that's even if it was a real situation, you you could see how somebody getting married so soon would run into those types of situations. Because not for nothing, I was watching um, a show with my brother, and they said. You have to know people, a person, in all of their seasons before you decide that that's somebody you want to know percent, for right? the rest of your life. You got to know how percent. they deal with grief. You got to know how they deal with being broke. Yep. You got to know how they deal with happiness. You got to know how they deal mm-hmm. with money. You got to know how they deal with a whole bunch of shit before yeah, you can like decide that this person is for you. Adversity is the real test of any relationship, though. It really is. Like, Because so half of the shit that you said were all challenges. Mm-hmm. And all of those things are... Cha- like, Well, not half. All of those things are challenges, but... A lot of the negative ones, like the finance, the financial one, like that's a that's something that's very terrible. People are embarrassed to talk about it. It's if they're not where they want to be. It's a yeah, hundred percent. For divorce, it's finances. You know, emotional awareness, emotional intelligence. That's also a really big one. So, like when people are, you know, when people feel like, damn, I'm not where I want to be with those things, they retreat or they just go into they go into like autopilot and they just. They, they exist in the relationship without really... You know what I mean? Like, nah, nigga. And like you said, all the seasons, I want to see how you are when you're broke. I want to see how you act when you're sad, when you're angry. Are you the person type of person that shuts off and needs a minute? You just need you just need a, a 12 hours or a day to yourself, that, and I can give you that. Just, you know what I mean? And, and all those things, like managing your emotions, it's all a matter of, like, telling somebody, yo, this is what's going on with me. 
I need to break off or, you know, give me a couple hours and then I'll share what's going on right now. It's just like too thick or whatever. But like in this particular scenario with this couple, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, you know, <laughs> they both just shouldn't be together. Oh, no. They, they, they have they, two they, they very... They have no fucking business. Yeah, they have two very different ideas of what they want their relationship to look like, what they want their partner and spouse to be um, in charge of and what their responsibility should be. And, you know, like, just... And, and it sucks that they're a black couple, but I also appreciate that it's a black couple. And in the UK, they're doing a lot of that now, with like a lot of their shows, because I think that was probably like the fifth or sixth show that Alvin Preach has reviewed on their channel in like the last two weeks because they reviewed the the, the black dude who was also a YouTube creator go on the go on the blind date with the light oh, skin, yeah, the, the, the white the with the hair. white. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the and that was hilarious. That but was like that funny. they're they're reviewing a lot of that because I they're big they're big in um they're big in the UK market and a lot of people that follow them on their YouTube send them their videos all the time. Um, so yeah, you know what I mean? Like just, just split up, separate, divorce, whatever you want to call it. His, what, what, what stood out to me about the conversation I think was having is he wasn't hearing her say that he wasn't giving her what she needed. Yeah. He was hearing her say he wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's, I, I don't blame him for that only because she wasn't clear in how she was saying shit. No, she wasn't. She, she was wasn't clear unclear. at all. He was also unclear. And that's the therapist's so job. That's how I know it's a TV show. Because the therapist is supposed to ask clarifying questions to make sure that it's the message is being received by the person who is being accused. I mean, ideally. But no, ideally, that is their job. It's, I mean, that is their job. It, Your job as a therapist is to ask questions. And the police are supposed to protect people. Like, come on. There's but that's tomato, t- tomato tomorrow. I'm sorry. We're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. You're t- <laughs> We're not getting messy this part. Well, maybe we are. You said we were. Maybe I did. But, yeah, that's not. Come on, man. Like, as a therapist, your only job is to be clear on what's being said. And if you are clear, even if you're clear, you got to make sure your other patient is clear. Because they're both your patients. Mm -hmm. You can't have one fucking patient feeling all fucking strong and sharing all of their emotions and shit and getting everything off of their chest. And then your other patient is sitting there being attacked. And, and confused. He was there so he didn't get fined. That was it. 100%. But he gonna get fined anyway. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. And They're doing it like multiple weeks. Like it's an ongoing show. It's not just like a one-off. Sorry. Damn, nigga. You got ghosts and shit. But... Maybe. Yeah. 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 We are in Cranston. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of slavery mills up the road. Um, But... That way? Yeah. No, that way. You're pointing the wrong way. Oh. There's a big one over there. Never mind. Yeah, Back yeah. on topic. Yeah. Back on topic. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a decent video, man. I I appreciated it. Um, Very, very interesting to see it play out with an actual high-earning man and a, one, and a wife who's, you know, makes her own bread, but not on... She's like... He makes a lot of money, way more money than I am. It's but it's not—it's not, it's not the point. A lot more money than I do. Yeah, but but that, but that's not, <laughs> well, the point. That's not the point. He fumbles <laughs> the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he fumbles the bag, and then he spends the next two weeks trying to get it back. And it's like, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? So you're not mad that he makes bread, baby girl. You're mad because he's not home with you. Yeah. And you're also mad that he don't want to do her house shit. But if he's making fucking two hundred k, and and he makes enough to take care of both of y'all, why would he want a sweet? 
like, doesn't want. He didn't. He why didn't would he want to? Why his, would he want to take out the trash? And that's another thing. They didn't talk about whether or not they had servants or nothing like that, or maids or house cleaner. Because if like if you making that much bread, dog, I've dropped off maids in in my car when I was Ubering to the east side, east side in like Oaklawn, Pawtucket area. Yo, I asked several of these cleaners, these these uh these cleaners, these uh professional maids, how much money they get per per house. Squat. These these women will do five houses a day at two hundred and fifty dollars a pop. At two hundred and fifty, so they make a twelve fifty in a day, on a in a good day, like because it takes them takes them on average like two hours to knock out a house. Mm-hmm. So they'll work for ten hours, knock out five houses at two hundred and fifty dollars a pop. So that's not a, and they do it. One, they do the same house at once a week. Some some people's houses they clean on Monday. Some people's houses they clean on Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. But it's the same day every week, all year round. And they have clientele of maybe ten to twelve. You know, ten to twelve. Yo, that's a good living. So you don't even need your maid to live in your crib. All you need to do is hire a cleaner to come in, do that shit one t- one time a week. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? A thousand, a thousand dollars a month. What's twelve thousand dollars a month to a nigga that's making over two hundred? Twenty, yeah, twelve thousand dollars a year to a nigga that's making two hundred k. Six percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, and <laughs> they, you're so stupid. You're retarded. <laughs> and so the wife is like, I, that 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 could go to a Chanel bag or whatever. Like, no, baby girl. It's just, <laughs> it's it's really just it for me as it's like they're most more likely than not actors. But it spotlighted something that we don't normally recognize, and I think is a lot of reason why I have friends who are have been in relationships or who are married, and I'm watching the marriages fall apart. Uh-huh. And I'm like, did you know this person outside of what you liked about this person? Because liking a person is not enough to want to spend your whole entire life with this the person. whole rest of it. Like the the whole rest of it. You mean the whole rest of it? Like all of it. Like, you got 45 summers left, if you're lucky, nigga. You want to spend every last summer, every last one of them See summers with this one person? As it changes. Every f- 52 weeks out of the year, at least five days out of those 52 weeks, you with this person. Every fucking day? Mm-hmm. And you only knew this nigga a couple months, and you just going to spend it because he got money. Word. He in, got your in, lashes in looking case, good. In his case, it looks good. You know uh, I mean? uh, yeah, but for what what the fuck does she get? And that's why she's angry. I don't want to be a housewife. I didn't want to be. You but should, did you, you have this conversation about what did you? No, what they didn't. Well, like, we we already. Did, but that's my thing. If you don't have that kind of relation, kind of understanding of what you want your relationship, yeah. and an honest conversation, yeah. a lot of motherfuckers get into a new relationship and will be like, "Oh, I I want this, this, and this," and the other person will be like. I could be that. I can do that. I could be that. I could do that. Because <laughs> you're so like, what, am I lying? No. So let me give you an example of a friend that we know, a mutual friend whose name I will not say because this is one of his lower moments in life. He was dating a girl mm-hmm. from his employer. They both worked together. And they started dating out of the blue. Like, she had a crush on him. He didn't even think about her. Something happened, stars aligned, they came together at a at a party of another mutual colleague, they ended up exchanging numbers, mm-hmm. went on like maybe a date, and then before you know it, like a week or two in, they were in a full-fledged committed relationship. Don't ask me why. I don't know. So, 
the shorty, the woman, the young lady in the situation, did all the things that like an old school traditional Haitian woman would do for a husband. Cook for him, clean for him, do his laundry. And she literally cleaned his apartment, took his laundry to the laundromat along with her laundry. Mind you, she has like a seven or eight year old daughter at the time. So she has a whole child. He doesn't have any children. Not even a half, a whole yeah, yeah, a whole child. Shut the fuck up, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> you are so. You're just gonna keep the serious face. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I heard it. You know I'm sharp, nigga. Like this nigga is retarded. But had a whole child, so she's. But at the, for the first month, she was so worried about doing everything for this nigga to show him. This is all I'm bringing to the table. That once she realized that same level of commitment and energy wasn't being reciprocated, she just got pissed and wouldn't communicate that to him. That was my phone. That was my phone. Um, she wouldn't communicate that to him. She would just be passive aggressive and like throw shade. You know what I'm saying? And like there was one time because they were only together for like four months, maybe four months, maybe, but. After it got to the point where she couldn't deal with it anymore because she would tell him certain things and it would go in this and out the other, she called me and broke down everything that she was doing for this nigga. And that's how I found out just how much she was doing for him. She was like, well, Lay, I'm sucking his dick. I'm doing his laundry. I'm bringing him food every day. When I cook, I plate everything for him. I drop it off. Da, 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 da. All I ask him to do is if he can pick up my daughter from school because I got second shift and he had first shift. Shit like that. And I'm like, and he didn't do it? And she was like, no, he gave me some excuse, da, 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 so I had to call one of my friends and inconvenience them. But, like, he's my man, so why can't he do it? And I was like, that's an excellent point. However, did he ask you to suck his dick every day? Did he ask you to cook for him all the time? Did he ask you to clean his house? Did he ask you to do his laundry? No, but I, like I just do that. That's just who I am. If I'm in a relationship, like that's who I am. Like as a woman, like that's what I do for my man. I'm like, okay, that's look, listen. You right. You, Sounds like she made choices and had requirements for him because of the choices she made. And that's exactly what I said. I say, yo, baby girl, lady X, you can do all of those things. You're making an. You're making an inform. Like you are doing this, not really knowing this man. Not really knowing the type of person he is, what kind of, and, and like the shit that he was going through at the time, this is like around the time when he had a lot of drama. So she's coming into the thick of this shit, like in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. So she's technically a rebound relationship. Mm-hmm. And she's not, not aware of it. She's not, not aware. Like she knows. Oh, so she's aware. Of Bro. It. So she, she was trying extra hard to prove Bro. her value. She wanted to solidify her spot mm-hmm. because this was a crush. She had a crush on him for multiple years. We shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, I hear you. He's in the room for sure. For sure. But you jumped the gun and you started giving this nigga relationship privileges when you guys first got in a relationship. And y'all don't know each other like that. Just because you've seen him in, at the job on and off for three years doesn't mean you know this nigga. Doesn't mean he knows you. That doesn't mean shit. You don't know. Sh- you don't know anything about his family, anything about his friends, 
anything about his habits, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. You know nothing about him. So why would you extend that level, let that level of courtesy and comfort to somebody who's not going to give that shit back to you? You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, without saying that she played herself, I said, yo, you need to kind of reevaluate whether or not being with my friend is the best decision for you at this juncture in your life, because I don't think it is. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a good fit. Or maybe, it. well, I didn't say maybe. I said there's things that he needs to work on. He's not ready. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Da, da, da. I said, no, I'm 100% right. I know my friend. He ain't ready. And he's definitely not worthy of all the shit you're doing. And if you don't feel like he's worthy, then why keep doing it? In addition to that, anything that's that's not necessarily earned feels suspect. And bruh. Somebody's giving you all of that off rip. It's like, what do you want? Yeah. If you're the other person. If you're yeah, the, if if you're the, the receiver. If I'm on the receiving yeah. end of, of a whole uh-huh. bunch of... And this this is why people say, oh, all these girls are against nice guys and blah, blah, blah. There's a difference between someone being a nice person Mm -hmm. and someone trying to persuade you to think about how, think about them, how you want, how they want you to think about them. Yeah. And. Yeah. They do things so you can, so your perception of them is a positive one. Yeah. Yes. So good girl, good guy, whatever. If you're just being yourself and the person doesn't like it, you don't have to do extra. But also, if you're in a friendship, you're not going to become friends with a person and chill with them every fucking day. True. You're not going to call them every night. You're not going to let them borrow money. You're not going to do all of that. So why the fuck would you have that mentality in a relationship? True. Very, very true. That makes absolutely no sense. Cero. That's how they say it in Spanish. Cero. 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 Hey, yo, Sarah Sweatshirt, can you text here and see where the hell she is, please? Por favor. Por favor, mi amor. Would you like more? Mm-hmm. More of the Jose. Shout out to Jose. Yeah, shout out to Jose. JC, our nigga. He's been holding it down on the pod since, whew, I don't even know, 2018? 2018. All right, this is going to be my last one because I don't want to get too fucked up because tomorrow is the day that I'm going to wake up butt naked in the field somewhere in the middle of Coventry. And y'all niggas better make sure that, you know, nobody does anything to harm my body. <laughs> Sounds like you did some shit to harm your body if you wake up naked on the No, 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 no. You just gotta make sure that I can I can get butt ass. I can get lost. I can get on the field. Just don't let anybody read you. Just know exactly. Alright. Make sure. I got you. Make sure. I got you. And make sure my junk is still attached. Huh? She's like kissing. Alright, bet. Did you, you let me go? No, she's coming. Okay. Alright. Alright, yep, yep. Bong. Bingo bongo. Alright, cool. So, gas shortage in the south. Would you like to talk about that, my friend? So, apparently... Um, you can join us, too. I don't know why you're sitting on yeah. the couch acting like a visitor. I don't know. I just sat down. Here. No, no, you can no, join she, us. She does that, though. She All the time. She comes sits to the side like, I'm just going to listen. <laughs> well, y'all were, like, deep in conversation. So like, We're always going to be deep in conversation. Sit your ass, no, no, sit down. Sit your ass if down. You, if you feel comfortable, sit down. Oh, thanks, just Brie, huh? Yep. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? It's the difference between Amazon and the Postman. It's how you deliver. <laughs> I see we're about the motherfucking jokes today. I see. We have, Thank you, love. Appreciate you. Do you need a cup? Um, I'm 
getting a hot toddy because uh, my voice. Oh, hot toddy, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Well, you can use that cup you to drink I with. I didn't have brought it. You're just supposed to be in my microwave, but you're going to water. So you're going to keep. You're going to put. Uh, All right, we got to keep going. I thought you were going to put like the whiskey and the hot water. I was uh, okay. All right. Well, that cup can be for you if you want to take partake, and you don't have to drink what we drink. We have whiskey. Oh, really? Wow. We have a little bit of Proper Proper 12, twelve. That OG Conor McGregor that he no longer owns. Not yeah. for you. Not for you. You have which, your own. Oh no. Which, yeah. which you don't want anything? Oh, not not. not. This is mad good. Oh, say so tequila. Or this is better than this is better than Jameson. I mean, I know she likes McAllen or whatever the fuck. McAllen? Whatever. Grey Goose. Well, I have a lot of beverages as well. And we have some lighter beverages. Twisted Tea. Corona Refresca. Angry. Not Angry. Mike's. Mike's Hard. You want one of those? I have a Refresca. Refresca. It's Refresh. There's no H. There's no H. You want coconut, you want guava, you want uh, passion fruit. Passion fruit. Please. Of course you do. Why? <laughs> because nobody wants coconut. <laughs> coconut tastes funny. Like I, Coconut is trash. I mean, it's it's it's, it's alcohol. It's fine. Freeze <laughs> like it goes down smooth. It's good. It is hot. You want to open that bathroom window? You spit on that? No, I blew. I mean, you can always wipe it off. I blew the water off. Oh. You, you think, think I'm gonna spit, spit on you? Yo, this, <laughs> these two niggas right here. What the hell? Be acting so brand new, bro. Like I don't understand. Nuts. Did you just spit on that? What else did it look like? I went. Thanks. No, you're not welcome. But um, gas shortage in the south. Yeah. So apparently, somebody was able to like hack into the system. Got gas at like of a low the price. U.S. government. I, I I don't know how it works. I don't know the logistics of that. It's the Russians. I do know that people are wilding. You think it's the Russians? It was the Russians. That's what they said. The Russians hacked into the mainframe. Talk nice and loud into the mic. Please. Put you your lips on it. it. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, you break it down. You got deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's no, go. No, speak up. That's what it said. She even posted like a seventeen-part yeah, thing on her story. That's, go that's ahead. what it said. The Russians hacked in. Come on, what else? Well, that's just what the, that's all. That's all. The Russians oh, hacked now, in. Now, the now, Russians cap. hacked in. Yep. Uh-huh. And they disabled the mainframe or whatever it was, so they cut off access to the pipeline. And then everybody down south rushed to get gas, like panic buying. And then that's what really caused the shortage. And that's yeah. what they had planned on: is us rushing to panic and then pulling all the gas. And now we don't have any gas. Well, they don't, they don't have they gas. Don't, don't. We got gas like a motherfucker. That's we get true. our gas from someplace else. But oh, we got sources right down the street. Yeah, yeah. facts, and it ain't gonna be no eighteen dollars a gallon. I tell you that. No, we're, we're hey, also right down the water. Good. It's about eight dollars a gallon. Yeah, it's it's right. crazy. Eight dollars a gallon. People, people are doing dumb shit. Like yeah, they're coming up. You want chamomile? I have black tea. My friend lives in South Carolina. She waited for two and a half hours. The other one. Right there. You said she what? what? She waited two and a half hours. There's black tea in a, in a ziplock bag, and, only and then there's other types up there. Just take a look. Where did she live? In South Carolina. Yep. Damn. Yeah. Fuck that. Listen, here's here's my thing. You're gonna panic buying gas, okay? I saw somebody post something, and they was like, "Keep buying gas like that. There ain't gonna be no no gas for the buses. You're gonna be homeschooling again." Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a thought. Yep. That's yeah. a thought. So there's Right now, there's some schools that don't even have buses. 
Mm-hmm. Question, I lock the door. Should I go? No, no, you good. No, you good. You good. Um, some, some schools don't even have buses. Um, so parents are figuring out how to drop them off. And I promise you, if across the southern United States there were no buses, there would be no kids going to school. Because they don't, they don't got corner stores down south. Like, they don't. You were saying that earlier. They don't. No bodega. All they got is convenience stores at gas stations. Yes. There's no such thing as a corner store you got to drive like, like at least a mile and a half to get to these gas stations, corner stores. You got to walk two miles to get to the fucking bus stop. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Yo, Georgia is spread the fuck out. In Atlanta, people are, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. There are like 19 different neighborhoods in Atlanta, my nigga. And all of them are in the country except for downtown. All of them. And it like, or in the country or under some fucking cul-de-sac suburb. Like, yo, that shit's Look, crazy. If I'm in the South, it gotta be me and a lot of other people coming with me. Because I'm not going to the South by myself. Just not doing it. My nigga. The car, the, the truck that fucking caught on fire and got torched because they had five gas cans full of gas in the car Yo. and the ship caught on fire. Oh, First yeah. off, how the fuck? Dumb. How? How? The ship was leaking. One of the gas cans was leaking and uh, my nigga. Well, they're lucky they're alive, it bro. It takes something very, very, very small. Small amount of friction. Bruh. It's, and then you just... It's so dumb. It's like... There was, yo, there was a lady, <laughs> there was a lady, a video of a lady and a guy, two different videos, pouring gas into the gas cans, dripping it all over the ground, like. There was a guy putting it in Tupperware. Yeah, like, yup, yeah, like, Tupperware. what are y'all niggas doing, bro? With, like, the plastic lids, I was like. So, I'm, I just have a question, how did you get And then, the, and then the, the, the person recording them was like, mm-hmm. sir. How are they going to get that into the gas tank? I don't think they put that have far, a to be honest home. with you. I don't really think. I even, yeah, I think it was for the crib. I think it was for the crib. What are the chances that they remembered to get that? Can you pass her a paper towel? I'm oh, sorry, thank you. Ridiculous, man. See, it always helps yourself to snacks and shit. You about oh to eat that God. lime pound cake? What? No, it's pistachio. Good job. Good job. Pistachio is the best. Would you like a piece? Okay, just making sure. <laughs> always eating. <laughs> always eating. Didn't ask for nothing, just hot toddy and oh, cake. She looked at that cake. Yeah. What time did you decide? So fat. I got black honey and turmeric chai. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That one actually tastes good with better with milk. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't know how it's going to taste with that, but if you want some milk, I got oat milk in the fridge too. Oat milk, huh? Yeah, yes. oat milk is <laughs> You got money, huh? No, niggas broke. is different. I'm broke because I buy oat milk. That's why I'm broke. No, nigga. <laughs> oat milk is a dollar more than whole. Um, and about a dollar, a dollar it's about fifty cents less listen, than now. Listen, the way, but it's, it's that's money. Right? The way my my body is, is set that? up, if I drink, if I'm buying a gallon of whole milk for the same price <laughs> I can buy a half gallon of oat milk for, I'm saving myself some stripes. So I'll take that loss. Right. It's about a buck fifty worth of loss. I'll take it. My nigga, it's not a loss. It's, it's that's money. You're drinking cow's milk. You're drinking pus. So I'm gonna do a lot. yeah, hundred percent. That's why yeah, I drink. Okay. That's I don't why know. I don't drink. Okay. Cow's you milk. didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a lot. All the random facts you got in your brain, you didn't know that, huh? See you in Sarah right here, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I can't, like, do a soundboard <laughs> no or nothing. Two more black women where's, on the where's, block. Where's cool at? Don DeMarco. DeMarco, bang, bang. <laughs> now you got to say shit like that, shit like that. Say, say it, shit like that, shit like that. No, louder. Uh, shit like that? Oh. Um. <laughs> shit, shit like that? <laughs> shit like that? 
Sit like that. Sit like that. Oh. Oh my God, Sia, you are a national treasure <laughs> only in Rhode Island. <laughs> My nigga, yo, that's crazy. All right, well, prayers to all the all the motherfuckers in the south. I hope, I hope that you guys can do what you gotta do, and niggas don't get caught up. Listen, use, that's just crazy. use your brain, both sides of your Word. brain. Hundred percent. That's a good point. We're not gonna make assumptions because my family's from the south. So, but they ain't from Flo Rida, so they true. they got sense. And they're brown, you know. Um, <laughs> no, that's hilarious, bro. That's fucking hilarious. There's a there has only been one Florida man story that was positive that I've heard. <laughs> one, I shared it on Facebook because I was that's stunned. News to me, what I was, was shocked. I, what was the story? He made a garden. Wow. wow. He took a stimulus and built a garden to like help feed the neighborhood. Wow. And I was like, finally, a Florida man story I can appreciate. He must wow. not really be from Florida, though. Right. We, we don't know. No. He's from, like, Baltimore. We don't know. But I, I also think Why that there's, Baltimore? They there's, more communities, there's more communities in uh in Florida. Like, you got a Haitian community, you got a Cuban community. Mm-hmm. I feel like sure. the people who assimilate go nuts. But anyway, um, <laughs> don't go dumb. Don't be dumb. Don't do stupid things. Hoarding gas makes no sense because you can't properly store it. If Word. somebody was to tap your bumper, there goes everything that you took the time to stack up in your life. So mm-hmm. be smart. Would you rather walk places or possibly get blown up? I'd rather walk for 7000 Alex. Doesn't go that high, But no. they have gas That's... canisters, don't they? They do, but yes, like... but they were stacking out. gas canisters. On top of they each other. They were stacking about, I'm going to say about 10-gallon gas canisters. Yeah, 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 They were stacking like three over here, three over here, uh-huh. three over here. So you have nine gas canisters uh-huh. that someone who is not a professional has... In the back of a Subaru Outback. In the back. Like, it's like not... A Subaru Outback. Yeah, okay? it's not... So it's It's, it's, it's not, not ideal. It's, it's not ideal. Like one gas can, cool, and yeah. you fill it up. You put it. In, you don't leave it in your car. Mm-hmm. You put it in the garage, and even then, like temperatures and all that shit, you it's can't gonna evaporate. The it has yeah. gas has a shelf life, just like anything else. Yeah. It can't just sit there. It has to get used within like a week or two. Then it's depleted, and then you have to refill it. Mm-hmm. So like doing what they're doing, it's not going to be useful to them in like right. five days. Even if they made it home safe with the gas, mm-hmm. like. There's certain things that they do to, to the petroleum to turn it into usable gas for cars, boilers, all that shit. They're using everything. Yeah. Tupperware, they're using the plastic bins. Yeah, they're so it. Somebody was over there. Using the Rubbermaid Tupperware bowls is, in, is insane, bro. Like, that shit is crazy. But they made from the same shit. So. Yeah, 100%. But prayers to everybody out there because it's probably going to get nuts. I feel like the South keeps getting hit, nigga. They got hit with all that snow in Texas. It's 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 all due to the like slavery and the civil war. Yep, the it's coming. The 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 um hens are coming into roost. Is that what they say? The the, the is it the hens? Chickens, I don't know. chickens, chickens coming chickens. to roost. Chicken coming. Chickens, chickens coming, coming home to roost. roost. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Well, J Cole dropped a new album. He did. Called the off season. You listen to it? The whole thing, Bri-Bri? I uh, no. Uh, Most of Did you guys listen to it? You listen to it? Of course you didn't see it. I listened Did you to listen to Nicki Minaj? I listened to two songs. Two songs? Uh, at least, I, well, I listened to... Three. I, I listened to about four. Um, so, we can talk about the album, and you mm-hmm. can listen and nod prettily like you always do. Um, 
How do you, you know, let's start off with this. Let's give you a talking point. How do you feel about J. Cole? Will you listen to the album? I will listen to it eventually. I feel like he's a really good artist. And... Eventually. Play the video. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. yeah. She's not going to listen to it. No, I will. It's on, it's on the bottom list of her priorities. She ain't going to listen to that okay. shit. Okay. I feel like it's a lot to listen to. So I want to be in the right space. It's 12 songs. 48 yeah, minutes. But isn't he like a very... Like, his yeah, music he's is a very, very lyrical artist. We we don't deny that you're gonna have to listen to it multiple times. The bars are not. He's I not Kendrick Lamar. He's not like tripling and quadrupling on Tondra and you to death. He's not. He don't have all these metaphors that are like, oh my god, I have to play that back to. Oh really? Oh no, no. He's very that. straightforward. Like he's very. Yeah, he tells stories. Like, yeah, that's more his thing. It's Kendrick very. Lamar like makes you think about stuff more deeply after you listen to this. Oh, and like, it's way more. And complex. he's he, he writes his raps like he's writing a book, which is why he has a Pulitzer. And J Cole does not, and well, no other rapper in the world ever has one of those. Wait, Kendrick writes his. Oh okay. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Anyway, you you gonna listen to it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you better, nigga. That was a very different reaction than I was expecting from anyone because I was like, J. Cole album drop, gotta listen to it. Mm-hmm. And then I recognized that I had my six-year-old niece in the car and he swears a lot, so I had to change it. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I didn't finish it. But No excuses. You listen to most of it. It's cool. We got it. She knows those cuss words anyway. You should just let it rock. She ain't about to hear it from me. <laughs> That's a good point. Role model, role model mentor shit. Two claps. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yo, you know what's crazy? The first go around with the album, when I finally was able to fucking listen to it on Spotify, because I couldn't listen to it at Crashing midnight, because that shit really did crash for like four hours. Yeah. Yes. It crashed. It Me. crashed the whole fucking. He definitely broke, yeah. broke Spotify. I wrote like J. Dot Cole, and that shit gave Let's me a nigga named J. A. Y. Cole. <laughs> Like, I, Google, I was like, is Spotify down? And they said it was. I had crashed. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Everybody was trying to stream that album. Wow. Nah, but he got bars, yo. Big up J. Cole. Huh? I said big up J. Cole. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's not the first nor the last artist to ever do that. All the big artists do that. Drake's going to do that. Kanye. That be Yeah, like. Yeah, he, no, last month yeah. when he dropped that little three, three song EP. Yep. Oh, see, I never listen to albums when they come out. I'm always like, hear the reviews. When you're out in the club shaking then, your ass. No, uh-huh. I hear the reviews and then I listen to certain songs and then I listen to albums. Your nose got like three inches longer. Three inches longer. Because you're lying. Said, That's cat. <laughs> he just called you Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't catch yeah. this nigga said I, I listen to reviews he's been listening to a lot of J. Cole so he's speaking indirectly there we go <laughs> no shade no shade it was good it was a good one it was really good your niggas gotta be nice to me for the rest of the month it's my birthday for the I'm rest sorry. of the month I'm sorry okay no 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 you good you good Jeez. that was I it forgot. I forgot your niggas really gotta be today. nice to me from now until May Motherfucking thirtieth. Okay. I'm always nice though. You're always nice to me. You give you give Coop that. You give Coop the work all the time. Well, Coop asked for the smoke. (laughs) He's uh he's like Peter Gunn. What up, Red Velvet? (laughs) I don't think he's still out alive. If he is, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Gotta be. Nah, he got his son. It gotta be. You're stupid. (laughs) Damn, you messed up my Peter Gunn's joke. I can't say it now. I can't say it now because it's not relevant. It's off. But the next time anybody says anything about smoke, I got something for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so to fall off, man, what's your favorite track from what you've heard so far? The off season. 
The single. Oh. Oh, the off season. My bad. What I said. I was like, you said the fall off. Yeah, you did. The fall off is one of the songs on the off season. Or am I tripping? No, that's the mixtape. That's the mixtape. My bad. What's your favorite joint from what you heard so far? I'll go. I like the feel of the first track, but. Mm-hmm. 95 Self? 95 Self. I like mm-hmm. the feel of that. But I also liked. Um, Pride is the Devil is my shit. Pride. Yeah. That was what I was going to say. Pride is the Devil. Pride is, is the shit. Devil because. Well, it's the true. whole album is real shit. Yeah. But it's just. 100 million, 100 million is fire, too. He's talking that rich nigga shit. And he's so right. It's like. One of the things that I, I feel like determine a great artist is being able to transcend your position from, you know, being a broke rapper trying to make it yep. to being somebody with money and still being able to talk real shit about what's really happening in your life mm-hmm. and not pretending to be something else. That's why Hove is the only nigga that I ever did it. That's why he's so great. That's why he can never get bumped from number one. But Sarah, what are your thoughts on the album before I get into my bag? I thought it was really good. I mean, the whole album I really liked. I really liked J. Cole. Um, I don't really have anything negative to say. You've been to a J. Cole concert, huh? No, he's one of the artists I haven't seen. No, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen J. Cole or Kendrick. They're on my list, though. Mm -hmm. But J. Cole is, he's a profound artist. I feel like he's a lot different, like what you just said, as far as, yeah, I don't know. Talking all sexy. Huh? And yeah. I'm trying to now verbally tell you. Oh, tell tell me me about you. You're whispering. She got her customer appreciation voice on. Uh, I just feel Congra- like congratulations, Mr. Miller. Miller. Uh, it's customer appreciation day. So. You've this is, won. This is this is what I heard. Seventeen free hours of HBO. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you? No, 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 no. She usually catches it when I tell her the number. I thought she was gonna get it like old stereotype. She better guess more than Sarah has been a guess. So I guess it's uh, fan advantage and shit. I'm gonna do this next time. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continue. I, that was it. That was it? Yeah. We even had the end of it. I was the end. I was the end. I was the end. I was the end. You're just trying to make me mad so she can speak loud. That's what you want. No, no. I was going to go. You want to speak loud. No, I'm going to go into my shit. I ain't, right. It's cool. She said what she said. Uh, Pull up the track list, man. Pull up the track list real quick. Because there's one other song that I really, really fuck with. 100 million, 95 self, obviously. Mario Bars, the the Barbie Hunter. Amari was a good one. Amari was really good, huh? Interlude is that off that album? Was that like just a single? Like no, it's on it. Okay. It's on it. It's track nine, eight, track eight. I like to climb back. Uh, no, uh, Interlude is track. Yeah, it was track nine. That's good. And I liked um, let go of my hand, man, with with bass and black. Black is nice, bro. I need another album from that nigga, man. Did you catch what he said about Puppy though? About him walking up on him and trying to put hands on him when he was trying to slap Drake or Kendrick. 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 Yeah. Did he? He's gonna get his old ass whooped. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get his old. He ass legally whip. changed his middle name to Love. And now he lives in Florida. So it's Sean Love Combs. Star Island. Yep. He said what? He lives in Florida now on Star Island. The fuck is Star Island? That's a place. You can only live there if you have a boat. And if you, you have, have to have like, a boat to be able to access. Dollars. You gotta have. Back you know when you play. Um, was it Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Yeah, Star Island. Wow. That that island is actually fire. It's fire. <laughs> it's actually fire. So they there's drive, no Florida they man over there? island on golf carts. You have to because drive, you yeah. cannot drive you an actual car. You have to have a boat to get over there. 
And then you have golf carts once you get there. They have house. they have yeah. ferries to get there, but the ferries only carry the people who work on the island. Yep. Wow. So who gets to visit? Nobody. Only the people that have yeah, boats. The people that live there, unless you're. And they're gonna come pick you up. Yep. Wow. It's like car service on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that's exactly what it is. Like, yo, send the yacht to go get Bree Bree Wole and the pregame podcast in them, and bring them back over here. For venison. Oh, We're going to have venison for dinner. I eat venison. Yo. <laughs> too, too gamey for me. I don't like it. Wow. Good. All right. So let me ask y'all a question since we on, since I brought it up. What is the weirdest protein that you've put in your body? The weirdest. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it another way because I will have to say pause at least three times. What is the weirdest, weirdest. animal protein that you have consumed? I won this one. Yeah. I know. We know you do, Vermont. But you go last. <laughs> What's for you? Matter of fact, you go. Okay, like, okay. I was talking about, like, just putting Nigga, your bodies eating, eating. eating. Oh, you man. mean, like, put on your bodies? No, because I was part of this, like, truth or dare thing or fear factor or whatever, so I ate, like, crickets and worms. But it was, like, obviously for a dare. But to actually eat, I um had alligator. Nothing alligator? Crazy. Nothing crazy? How did it taste? It tasted just like pork. It was good. Tasted like pork? Okay. It's fatty. Brie Brie? I'm not that adventurous. So what was it? Normal shit. <laughs> you never had like raccoon or... No. Salo, salo, salo. No. Um, I've never had like an alligator or deer or... Nah? Um, I don't... Mm, Veal? I had a little bit of, of, of deer. That's why I don't like it because it's gay Um... What, what did you say, veal? Have a, yeah, baby lamb. That's baby cow. Same baby shit. cow. I can't. I can't do veal. Um, I don't like the look of it. I guess it would be like gizzards. Yeah, chicken balls. It's not balls. It's, it's part of. That. It's, it's part of that. the um, esophageal system. I guess. I've always called it chicken nuts, and they're still chicken nuts. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, I haven't had chicken feet. I know that. I know you's the right. I'm still gonna say it look like balls. They look like balls. I was gonna say, and they come in a pair. I was gonna. They 100 come in a pair. They do not come. Yes, they do. Why your cheeks all rosy? This ain't Christmas, nigga. Even your nose is turning red. You see her blushing. Her nose look like her shirt right now. Fuck out of here, nigga. Uh, so for me, it was caribou, yo, and that shit is fire, bruh. It it is it is kind of tough, but that shit is like top three red meats. Pause, really? pause, double pause, triple pause. Caribou. I've had I've had uh deer meat. I'm trying to be nice. What? What? If you want to get your homophobic jokes off, go ahead. It's not a homophobic joke. Why? Because I said pause. Because I said meat. Nope. Continue talking. Sorry. Yo, don't 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 <laughs> pander to them and say I'm saving it won, them. It won. I wanted her to say it. That's why I they say it. It's gone now. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, it's. Uh, Can you stop interrupting me? Yep. Please, for my birthday. Yep. All right. Thank you. Caribou is the best weirdest meat that I've eaten. Pause. God damn, that sounds crazy. And uh, yeah. Somebody told me I need to try raccoon. A lot of people, three times this week, I've, I've heard that raccoon is like A1. And I'm like, nah. Where do they make raccoon? In the in this country. 
<laughs> in the country. It's self-governed. There's people who breed ca- like raccoons but straight eating. up. Yes. Yeah. For consumption. Ooh. I mean, they are rodents. I feel like people eat squirrel as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's not much meat on a squirrel though. And rabbit. Rabbit. And rabbit. You rabbit. What's what's the and I need you to speak loudly. What's your <laughs> um? What's the most outlandish meat that you've eaten? I've had a lot. Of, I, I've had a lot of different kinds of meat. Um, I've had <laughs> bear meat. I've had moose meat. I've had deer meat. I've had goat meat. I've had alligator. I've had snake. I've had pheasant. I've had Cornish hen. I've had. I've had Cornish hen. Yeah. How does it taste? Like Cornish hen is a little chicken. It's like a little. It's not a lot of meat on it. I don't understand why chicken. people cook it anyway. It's fancy. Mm. It's no, it's not. It's a waste of time. It is. <laughs> is it a waste of time like, like shark fin soup? You, no, you it's a one fucking waste of time. Is it a waste of time like shark fin soup? You just served one. Yes, you just served one Cornish hen. It's, like, it's, it's a whole chicken it. that's like this big. Yeah, it's very small. It's like a. Baby. It's a waste of time because you got to pick through bones still. Mm. Mad yeah. bones. Mad bones. Yeah. Bear was disgusting, um, and moose was also disgusting. So, what was the best one out of the? Um, I wouldn't say abnormal, but what different was the best types tasting? of meat. Yes, best tasting. Deer meat is good. I like deer it. meat. Mm-hmm. I like it. Maybe it wasn't prepared right when. How I did you have it cooked? I don't know. It was on somebody else's plate. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you it is gamey, so it's like goat meat. But I don't, I don't like goat. See, I don't like goat. You don't like goat meat? No, no. Yeah, no. I was like, that's not a weird meat. That's get, no, but that's so gamey. But deer meat, if you cook it, I'm not like goat. That shit is red It doesn't taste gamey, and it picks up the flavor. So you had it prepared, prepared. Yeah, in Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> Shaka <laughs> Yeah. What do you do? They like? I bred hunting. I'm skinned a deer. Oh, wow. Skinned a deer? Yeah. Oh, we got to This nigga is that's a serial, <laughs> serial killer. She said, no. she said, yeah, I've been hunting. I've skinned a deer. Mad casuals. Like, that's some everyday shit in the city. This so, nigga. In Rhode Island, we just, we just don't. We we see animals and me personally I got a I got a perspective. If I see a wild animal right in the city, my perspective is this: if I'm walking on the sidewalk and I see like a possum, a raccoon, one of those types of things coming down the same sidewalk as me, I'm crossing the street. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am crossing the street. Let me tell you why: <laughs> because these are city animals. Oh, city yeah. animals have seen their mother killed. They seen mm-hmm. their brother run over. He survived, but they're going pegged like Harry. Um, <laughs> So they're ready to fight. Like they're ready to go for whatever they need to go for. So I'm that's not true. I'm not going toe to toe with a city animal. Yeah, that's, that's true. They be walking about. around like they're cats, dogs, like yeah. you see these they pigeons, have no fear. You see pigeons downtown, they get kicked, they just keep walking. You, just, you kick them yeah. again. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck yeah, but animals in the woods, like where I grew up, they're not afraid of you, you are on their turf. So they will come after you. Oh I've been chased God. by a, I've been chased by it. I've been chased by a lot of things. Oh my god. If you're going to talk about what you got chased by, you have to project. Yeah, because that was low, long. Because see, the levels, it's like, you're like here. The rest of us is here. Look, the rest of us are here. You're like here. I don't feel like I'm talking so quiet. School Sarah, up. you're talking School like you're on a Zoom call. Sorry. Like you're on a Zoom call? Yeah. Like, what do you think about that, Sarah? Well, um, you know, I really don't have an opinion, but I'm just going to agree with the last person. That's how you talk right now. <laughs> he wasn't even as low as she was. That's just crazy. That. That's crazy. And I tried to go low too. 
Do you also Actually, have this full baritone going on. Yeah, the full baritone. Like, like spell spell chest, baritone, nigga. Spell I'm... baritone. And I think I pronounced it wrong. Baritone. Is it baritone or baritone? Baritone. baritone. It's baritone. Yeah, you, you said baritone. Right. I said baritone. It depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Well, spell it the nigga way and the regular way. Oh, my God. <laughs> B-A-R-I-T-O-N-E. It's not a hard word to spell. Now, so. spell it the nigga way. Is there a nigga way? No, no. You said the nigga way. She spelled it always. She spelled it phonetically. B A R R I T O N E. You said Bevertone first. So the nigga way would be to say it wrong, like you, because you pronounced it wrong. So you would spell it with an E instead of an A. Oh, I did spell it wrong. The second way. No, when you added an extra R, yeah. What word, what word, I'm sorry, what word could you guys not spell under pressure to save your family's lives? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, no word that that's that, not a spelling Riffies. word, not a, not a, not a Crips national spelling bee word, just a regular <laughs> word that's in everybody's vocabulary, I hope, and they've crossed it and use it, but might not know how to spell it. Receipt, what? receive anything with. <laughs> Yo, two claps. I'm fucking that. Receipt, receive anything with the with the ei. Like, nigga, I'm dead. I prefer e. Yeah. Except after C. Except after C. And there's yeah. mad exceptions. Yeah. Yo, mad of them for no reason, nigga. I spell receive and receipt wrong all the time with autocorrect on my phone. And when I type, it's P. Secret P. Yeah. What? Receipt has a P for no reason. That's why you're having trouble spelling it. it No, I don't. I never forget the P. I know exactly where the P goes. It's the I and the E always, yo. Really? Always. Always. But so receipt received for you, that's also for me. Mm -hmm. You know, 100%. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Every time I get it wrong and the the autocorrect come out, I'm like, motherfucker, I did it again. And you get a 50 50 shot and I'm wrong. 79% 79% of the time. That shit's annoying. <laughs> but what word for you? Like, if somebody said, motherfucker, if you don't spell receipt right now, I'm going to blow your motherfucker. Like, I'm going to kill everybody you love. What what, what word? You said what it already. What word would you hope they wouldn't say? Is mm. what he's asking. Probably, like, acknowledgement. Mm. That's easy, though. You think it's easy no, to spell it? Yeah. I spell it. I spell but it first. Those words are... And now you got it. You got those it. Acknowledgement, judgment, those... I feel like you okay. Nah, I can spell it, but I'll let me go. Hold on, I'm going to spell check here. It's, yeah, it's A-C-K-N. A-C-K. Hold on. You got it, man. You got it. It's so easy. A-C-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-M-E-N-T. Like, I'd be like, is there an E before the M? No. no. Nah. Because they added the, the yeah. M-E-N-T. Yeah. There's no E. That doesn't make sense to me. No, I have to say that in my head when I spell it, I'm like, I sound it out. Just like you did. I was like, well, I mean, you think about judgment. You know it doesn't sound right. Well, judgment is easier. Yeah, but if you if you visualize, if you visualize it with an E, it doesn't look right. True. Also, shout out to Boosie because before that song came out, I N D E D E N E E N T D. You know what that means? We got a bunch of bodies in the building. 2008. Oh, of course I did. But I, I wasn't shaking my ass. We got a couple. Yeah, shout out to 2010, whenever that came out. She got her own house. She got her own car. 
Two job, work no, hard. She's like, bad, bro. Is independent and has an A in it, so it's like we don't own the rights to that music. Right. <laughs> we can't get sued for singing the lyrics. Just don't you won't do yes, just no. Nope. Yeah, because we pour now. We pour now, wait, so wait, yeah, if he plays wait. it back, he might try to get gutted. Look, look, Boosie told told the coppers they need to teach him how to do that dance because <laughs> they got to dance to his song, so nah, they need to teach him how to do that. Nah, dance. they don't. Boozy don't need any more airtime, man. Sick of, <laughs> <laughs> sick of that nigga, bro. Straight up. Uh, uh, my word. Um, independent is a good one. Uh, Acknowledgement is a good one. <laughs> yeah, I want my nigga Patrice O'Neal, nigga. If somebody asked me to spell tomorrow and under pressure with a gun, on. To- I got that one. I'm. I'm like. Here's the thing. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I. I use. I'm a nerd. A nerd, nerd. Like the nerdest, the nerdiest person you know. I'm more of a nerd than than they are. Mm-hmm. So like, I used to read the dictionary yes. when I was bored. Yeah, I did too. I did too. So, bro, I'm From trying to think of a like word that grade. I'm trying to think of a word that like trips me up. You know, what word trip me up for the longest time. Like in elementary school and middle school, is Wednesday. I can never. Get I always that. liked it because you never pronounced it the N E S. Wednesday. Wednesday. You know what's hard to recommendation? Like anything that has like a double M. Yeah, or a double C. It's like which one? That's you easy, it all, my nigga. No, for me. For recom. Me, like, recom. Reincom. Vacuum. But I always put two C's, like instead of V-A- No, 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 no. Vacuum. What did you no, say? Vacuum. Yeah. No, it's no. Two C's, C's, one U. Really? Oh, oh well, you got me. No, it's one C, two, two C's, one U. I'm pretty sure it's, it's two, two and two. C. No, it's two no, and two. It's, it's two C's Mm-mm. and two U's. Is that two U's? It's two C's. It's definitely two U's. Two claps. It's two U's. It's two and two. It is two U's. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, we right. We right. We right. We right. We right. We right. But yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. But vacuum. Vacuum is it? Because I put two C's. Right. No, you said it right the first time. Yeah, she was wrong. No, there's no. two U's. We, two, but you said, said there was only one U. Oh, you only said one U? No, I said two. She said two C's. So you were right. Two you said two C's. Two, I said two C's, two, C's, two, C's, two U's. U's. Oh, so, you, okay. so, so she spelled it right. No, no she spelled it wrong. There's, there's only one, one C. C. Two U's. Oh, yeah, got you, 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 got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, yours is tomorrow. Cheap shot, but I got it. I got it. Tom- now well, the there's did. a couple of them. You did. There's you a did. couple of them. There's a couple of them. This is based off a joke. Recipes for cheese on there. He said if if <laughs> he said if a if a bur- if a burglar came up to him and asked him to spell restaurant to save his <laughs> mother's <laughs> life, he wouldn't be able to do it. And he said, "Mother, it doesn't make sense. Spell restaurant." And he said. Oh God! <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. He said, "Mama, just know that I love you. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I love you. Stop snarling, nigga. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Restaurant. Uh, R E S T. Oh God! Here's where it gets. <laughs> he said, "Here's where it gets tricky." <laughs> He says it's an A or a U or a U. Rest Rest in. I'm going to show y'all that after the fucking pocket. Oh my God, it's so it's good, funny, man. It's funny. It's Wait, so let me good. see if I can spell it right. Restaurant? Yeah, R E S T A U R A N T. Bang, got it. That's Bingo, bango. That's how you do it. Yo, I lost I lost my like fifth grade spelling bee. No, fourth grade spelling bee on progressive. I was fucking tight. Oh, on progressive. <laughs> I was hot. 
I had watched the, the commercial the day before <laughs> at my grandmother's crib. Nigga, I was sick. And I, I, I got cocky, too, because I wasn't, I didn't practice all week. I was like, nigga, I got this. This is a school spelling bee, nigga. They ain't going to give no words that are crazy. But I said, progressive. P-R-O-G-G. Uh, I fucking added another G like a goofball. I'm sorry. And now it's all good. I made it the, I made it the following year. So it wasn't it, it wasn't all bad. That sucks. Um, so you got fake muscles. Who said that? Who the fuck is that? Oh, that's a little peanut from Florida who's not relevant. Um, he's a Florida guy for real. Like Florida, uh, Florida man. He's not. Um, all right, bang. This is your topic, the next one on the docket. We're gonna move right along. Okay. So is you your s- topic? Yeah. It's her topic. That's why I wanted to wait for her. So she posted right. She posted the video that I tagged you in about a black woman who was going off saying that gay people are well more well-equipped for independence and doing things on their own and being prepared for adulthood and just real life because they learn from a super early age that they are not going to receive help from anyone in our community. And black men who are heteronormative or straight or cisgender have been coddled since children and protected and told that they were going to receive certain things. And because of that, as a result, are super fucking bad at dealing with relationships, friendships, emotions, all of the adult shit, paying bills, managing finances, all of the things because they were... She even said that they, they are the weak links. Like They were the weak links of our species because of that yeah. and you watched it i did watch it. you posted it so i know you watched it you didn't get an opportunity to watch it i did watch it you did you watch it mm-hmm. oh okay okay I, oh because well, i want to take it back to like 2000 and say crunch <laughs> shut up <laughs> crunch that was yo the the word was fine but this shit I would, I would, yo, bitch, I will punch you. I will literally get expelled from school if you ever do this shit to me in my face. So, bang, how did y'all feel about it, man? I'm, I'm not going first. Well, it's, it's your topic, so we're gonna. So stop fucking making snacks and shit. Oh, it's Evan. I'm sorry, Evan. I thought it was Jack. I don't. I just asked him whatever. So was Jack Burt? Uh, Jack Jim Dean. Jack Bourbon. Jack Jimmy Dean. Who said Jimmy? You did. I said Jack, Jim Beam. Jack, Jim Beam. Jim. Jim Beam. I don't know. Jimmy. I mean, Jose. I think this was just the cheapest one. But anyway, Jose is a brown. So it was actually a two-part thing. Um, Jose. There was um the first one that she was kind of talking about how black women and gay men get pitted against each other and just how weird it is for us to have emasculated gay people for so long just mm-hmm. because of all that they've been through mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for us to have done that and i really agree like i do think that there's a lot of truth to the fact that gay people gay men specifically have been taught since they were younger that what they're doing is wrong and so it takes a lot of bravery to step into like who you are and um that has and what she was saying about like you don't meet a lot of gay people that live in the same house together like they're always very independent like they have Mm -hmm. their own shit they're always like and that's true that's been true in my life from what i've seen and Mm -hmm. i've also recently met a lot of straight men that go to women for shit like beg for money like don't have their shit together that's recently that's not normally 
but are you one of the women that was back too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. around them fuck boys. Yeah. So I, I just, it just, just made me really think. Like, coddling them we, fuck boys. Why do we effeminate them so much, like gay people, like? As if there's not a strength in, and as a woman, like there's a strength in. I don't even like the word of feminine because I think there's a lot of power in Mm -hmm. femininity. Mm -hmm. And if there were not, if there was not power in feminine, there has to be an ideal balance. And in in any um, culture or or belief system or whatever, there is a balance between the two. Um, So when you know, I think when gay men model themselves after women specifically black women because that's who they model themselves after all of them they are modeling themselves against the strongest people they know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but continue mm-hmm. now nah, she was done so sorry you can go next i'm going last well we're going last because we're going ping pong and then y'all can chime in okay how y'all see fit go ahead sarah yeah, there you go. <laughs> she I is think, catching on. I appreciate it. I think there's <clears throat> a lot of truth in what she said. Um, statistically speaking, Uh-oh. gay men are way more successful than their straight cis counterparts. Um, if you want to break it down to that level, but I think what are the numbers? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I have to Google it. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. But um. Yeah, I agree with what you said, Brie. Like, absolutely. I think that I don't understand what the negative connotation is to being, like, effeminate or being, I don't know, because I just feel like as a woman, there's strength in that, like what you said, Sia. So, yeah, I agree 100%. Brie Brie, kick us off for the ping pong. I feel like there was a message there. I don't think she delivered it the best. Word. Yo, you my nigga. <laughs> I don't know how you know I was going to say that, yo. I don't you think she did it the best. For her to say, though, it's the way that she said it that bothered me. Yeah. Can you play um, it again? Play it and then let's. I feel like let's it was break like it down, she was demonizing the other side and paying attention to it. So it was I was like, watching it again before the podcast started. Parties, we look at gay men as being the weaker men in our black community because they have sex with other men. But meanwhile, there's plenty of straight men that have been fucking women forever and can't even keep a job. The straight black men in our community typically are the weaker links because they have been coddled by our community. So they are dependent on us for their emotional, financial, mental, spiritual well-being. Meanwhile, because we shun the gay people in our community and cast them out, they know how to take care of themselves. They gotta go out here and get it for themselves because they know no one's going to help them the way that we help other people. And it's bullshit. Similar to how we treat black girls as opposed to black boys. Because black girls are taught to be independent while black boys are taught to find someone that can take care of their ass the way their mamas used to. Telling y'all, we got problems. Gay black men have the unfortunate insight of understanding fully before they've even really truly gotten into understanding their own sexuality that the black community doesn't like them. They go to the barbershop as little kids and they hear the shit from other grown men. They see how people in churches talk about them, hear how they talk about them. They see and hear how we talk about them as black women. So they grow into their identity knowing in advance that people are going to hate them for it. That's why they hide 
that part of themselves for as long as they feel possible because they know what's going to happen the minute y'all find out some shit about them. That really ain't none of your damn business. And yet and still, we have the audacity to look at them and judge them about their life choices when we're the ones out here choosing to be bigot. Guys, my hair will not come. That was not part of it. Um, so, uh, y'all heard her. Part of me thinks that she's coming from a position, a very hurt position, for where she's been hurt from straight black men. Who hurt you? <laughs> I want to scream it from the rooftop, so the tallest buildings with a megaphone and I... a helicopter. Who hurt you? I'm sorry, Queen. I, I no, will you never... could. It's, it's, a, it's an ad lib. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, sorry. But I think that she's coming from a very hurt place when she expresses it, and I don't know how much exposure she has had to um, to gay black men um, or to gay black women in general. Um, but what I will say is uh, sexual orientation does not determine a person's propensity for hard work um, or success. So if we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about how you, you can talk very much about the struggle that gay people face within communities of color. I'm here for it. You can talk about how the, and it's, this is the real reason why we have an issue with black men being coddled, is the absence of a black father within the home mm. or a positive male role models within their lives is the real reason why black men are coddled the way that they are. Mm. And, and, it's because if, if the entire world is going to say that you're the enemy, you're this, you're that, if the only love you receive is going to be from me as your mother and me as your sister and me at home, I'm going to give you, I'm going to overdo it for the fact that society does not do enough. I don't agree with the results of that because we get fuckboys from that. People learn how to manipulate. People learn how to use their stories in order to get what they want. But that is not just straight black men. Right. I know a lot of gay men and gay women and lesbian women, excuse me, let me use the right terms, um, or, you know, non, like, cisgender um, mm -hmm. women and men who manipulate like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I, I know one who's living off everything and everybody else and got a pity story for every person that comes their way. Mm -hmm. I don't too. I think that she's trying to draw attention to the fact that black people as a community rally around cis straight men, whereas gay black men we don't rally around them in the same way because there's that homophobia so she's saying yes. like well, what's what's difficult about that is what most people face as difficulties within the black community is that you don't want your son to be gay because that's another barrier they have to face already being a black man in america so the aversion that most black people have to their son or daughter being gay is that it's going to be another barrier, another reason for people to not accept you, another reason for you not to be successful. And if I can tell you that that's bad, 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 because that's what I did with everything else. You know what I mean? When you try to touch fire, I told you it was bad, 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 bad. If So I'm doing the same thing with this because I don't want you to be hurt. Mm -hmm. And whether or not they can verbalize that, I believe that is the source of it. And it, it's not right. And it takes a lot of conversation and a lot of like questions asked for people to recognize that that is the source of what they're feeling. And at the end of the day, struggle is going to happen. They're going to struggle regardless. If they suppress who they actually are, they're going to struggle. Right. If if they are who they actually are, they're going to struggle. So why make their relationship with you one of those struggles? Right. But I think that she 
she she sees a point that she wants to bring, but she doesn't have it all together. Yeah. So the problem with what she's doing is she's presenting her point in such a, a confident manner and she's such a great speaker with the, with the way that she brings the points. A lot of charisma. It doesn't charisma. That's the word I was looking for. A lot for. of charisma. She has so much charisma when she delivers it that it doesn't allow for people to say that they disagree because it's one of those things where if I agree with a portion of what you said, I have to agree with the whole thing of what you said. Mm-hmm. And it and, and those types of things drive people to not actually get to a level of understanding other people. So we're making assumptions. So so now there's certain people who are gonna pick up this message and say, straight black men you're spoiled. That's mm-hmm. not the case. That's not the case for every straight black man. Mm-hmm. Right, of course not. And I think that, right, you're exactly right that she was generalizing in that situation where she was talking about people being generalized. So it was kind of like canceling out the message that she was trying to make because she was doing exactly what she was talking about other people doing. Um, so I get that. Hypocrisy. Get that. Yeah, hypocrisy. But I get her message. I get where she's coming from. But I agree her delivery was less than sufficient i get where she's coming from we should value all people in our community regardless mm-hmm. of who they decide to be with right. who they decide to love or how they decide to express themselves because they are part of our community well, not we decide support them. We not decide them. it's not a choice they're gay true story they're trans true story. that's how they feel so it's when i say decide i mean you can make a choice to have it be outward like and express it. Gotcha. That's what I gotcha. mean when I say decide. I never mean that. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because she was saying because like, at the end of the day, blame. you can make a choice to try to blend in with society, right? And, yeah. and be what society wants you to be. It'll be a very unhappy life. Right. Hundred percent. Shout out to Atlanta and all the download niggas out there. <laughs> Shout out to Providence. Um. <laughs> hey. I mean, she ain't talking about you. me. <laughs> Thank you for saying that because that is such a real thing. Like people You've are like, had sex no, with a gay man? Yes, plenty of them. Like who just won't admit that they're a little bit bi. A little bit. Just a little bit. There's no such thing as a little bit bi. If you're a little bit bi. Everything's a spectrum. Everything is a spectrum. That's bullshit. That's only for y'all. We don't have time. We don't have time. No, no, no. I'm I'm not trying to make time. I'm not if you if you like Dick. We're gonna dedicate an entire episode. They're <laughs> just talking about the spectrums this. that exist. We can do spectrums of sexuality. We can do spectrums of gender. We need to bring. We need to bring in a specialist. Because <laughs> somebody got a. Somebody got us. You are a specialist. No, we need a nut. You said you. She said she is a specialist. Yes. Oh, you are a specialist. Okay. Well, actually, I'm a little bit outdated. Let me not. Yeah, I haven't been nigga. Like I want to bring so in a specialist. Bring actually, a little pot. Bring a little chart, and then break it yeah, down. Because there's no little question. Huh? Yes, we should all ask. Nigga, I there is like it is. It is it's special. There's something that you did that somebody's gonna be like, pause. Well, maybe there's but, a person in your life that you haven't met yet, and you see that person, you're like, wow, I didn't know I felt this way about. Oh yeah, I can't it's wait true. to plug his butt. No, no, it's not gonna be that far. Damn, it don't gotta be that far. But somehow, like what? Some men, like what? Some men won't even compliment other men and say, "Oh, I find this Listen. person attractive." Oh, we have this conversation. Yeah, one hundred percent. We have. I've had the conversation with all of y'all in different, in different. Yeah, y'all are falling into his trolling, and I just don't understand why you're falling into. Because they know me. I don't understand why you do that. But they, you know what? Can I go? Can yeah, I go? go ahead, I agree with everything that all three of you beautiful black queens have said. I do I do think that a lot of this message, if it was delivered 10 years ago, all of it would have been correct. I feel like in 2021, 
She was, let me, I let you get your shit off. I wasn't shaking my head. No. You had reactions? You, you, you had reactions? I shook my head yes to everything. Agree. But let me get my shit off. Because you're like, Hey. Yeah. You was on, you was on your game. Let me just, can you support me? You know what? Never mind, because I'm I'm spoiled, right? I'm spoiled, so let me no, let me not. let me be attacked. Attack me, attack me. Actually, you're it'll do this good. Yeah, who hurt me? Exactly. I think no. I honestly, I honestly think a lot of her points would have been spot on ten years ago. But I think I, she didn't give enough credit to our community's evolution over the last five years. Um, I think there's a lot more black men in prolific spaces and in you know very very public um positions that have taken a stance against homophobia we talked about Dwayne Wade two weeks ago it takes a lot for a man of that caliber a champion a fucking public figure a a woman like Gabriel Union it takes a lot for a black man and I'm speaking from my personal because I still struggle with trans uh with I don't struggle with homosexuality the transgender the transgender thing Science, emotional, whatever. I still struggle with it, and you I'm not to understand it. Yeah, like, and it, and I know that it's not for me to understand. This is how another human being who has a heart, who has all the organs that I have, who has ten feet, ten ten fingers, ten toes. That's how they. That's who they are. That's who. That's <laughs> how they feel about who they are on the inside. It ain't for me to understand. So, if my philosophy is treat everybody with respect and dignity and accept everyone for who they are, then that's just what it is. You know what I mean? There's nothing else for me to get. And I think a lot of other cisgender black males want to get it. And it's like, nigga, they just, like, they exist. They're there. You don't have to, we're not telling you to have lunch with people who are transgender or gay or whatever, but don't make fun of them. Don't be condescending just because they exist. I feel like, you know, a lot of the shit that, what, what happened? It's a rough line. Um, Go ahead. It's Jump a, it's a rough line to tow. Just why is it a rough line to tow? Because you said I'm not asking you to have lunch with a transgender person. You should say if you're not ready. Okay. Just say that. I don't want people to think that you're. Don't you're, say it's a, Just say that. Just say if you're not ready. Because some people aren't ready. I'll do it. I want to have that conversation. I want to learn. I want to understand like what your child. Because a lot of that shit, man. Like somebody's past can have something to do with. Why they said, you know what? Fuck that. Since I was three years old, I felt like I should have been a man or I should have been a woman. So I made that happen when I, you know, became an adult and had the meat. You know what I'm saying? And that's dope. You got to commend that person. You have to applaud them. I think a lot of what she said was definitely from her. She was she was used and abused. Um, not to quote, you know, Curtis Blow, used and abused. But um, she was. She was. She. You could tell she was hurt the whole fucking rant. It, but she didn't miss a beat. She, that bitch can rap. She should rap. <laughs> Tamika Mallory Jr. Whatever your name is, you smoked that shit, girl. Wow. But um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. I definitely reflected on a lot of the. You know, most all of my friends, except for maybe one or two, are cisgender black males. And a lot of them have problems with homophobia. And, you know, behind closed doors, we make gay jokes all the time. Never do that shit in public, though. I used to do it in public, but I don't do it as much, um, if at all. Don't fucking make that face. You see? That's, that's honesty, right? Yeah. Honesty is the first step. True. <laughs> I don't do it as much. 
I used to do it all the fucking time with no regard for how to, man, fuck them faggots. Like, I used to talk like that. I don't talk like that anymore because I know that it hurts people. I know that it's hurtful. I wouldn't want to say, fuck them niggas over there because I'm a black person and I wouldn't want somebody to look at us four out in public, look at them Negroes enjoying their steak dinner and eating their venison and blah, 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 because we're going to jump some crackers this evening. Like, that's what's going to happen. And I feel the same way. Like, when I'm around my gay male black friends or my gay female uh, friends, my lesbian friends, I know how hard it has been for them to journey through life, holding that secret in the back of their fucking mind and being afraid to trust the people that they care about or allegedly love them with that information. I know how that feels. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, if you are, if you are not, if you're a person who is not white, you have a struggle. Your story is probably similar to millions and millions upon millions of people on this earth. E-A-R-F. Right. But when you like the same sex or, you know, like the same gender that's prescribed to you from birth, it's a little different, man. Like they will literally kill you just for being that, even though they'll kill you for being black. But they will literally shun you, pants you, hide in closets to record you doing sexual acts with your partner and put it on the Internet. All kinds of wild shit that can force you to commit suicide. You know what I mean? Rest in peace to all of the black black, gay, and trans people whose lives have been taken either by themselves or by others because folks don't want to take the time to understand and to be tolerant enough to have the conversation and to learn what these people are going through. You know what I mean? Because it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And I think, honestly, man, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for um, my grandmother, rest in peace, Smacking the fucking fire out of me. I've told this story on the podcast before when I refused to go to my aunt's wedding because she was marrying a woman when I was 16 years old. I don't think I would have the level of tolerance and openness to even have these conversations if I didn't have that experience. Like if she didn't hear me say that super loud and this is when I used to, man, I ain't going, fucking faggots, eh, gay ass motherfuckers. Like I was talking like that when I was 15 years old. Not understanding how powerful my words were, but when I said I'm not going to a lesbian wedding to my brother and four of my female cousins, so loud that outside, almost a fucking block away from my grandmother's house, she heard me and my aunt, who I was talking about, and her partner, who she was marrying, heard me as well, and were so hurt by those words that when they left and got in their car and drove back to Connecticut that day... Everyone took off. I walk into the fucking house, my grandma's crib, thinking everything's all gravy. And without warning, she walks up on me when I come into the crib and she smacked the motherfucking tolerance into my body and the ignorance clean out of it. And said, if I if I ever, and I, she didn't have to mention nothing. All she said was, if you ever say some shit like that again, I will fuck you up. My grandmother is 4'11", 90 pounds soaking wet. I was 6'1", 16 years old, about a buck 50, and I never felt smaller in my life. She smacked the civil rights into you. My <laughs> nigga. Like I said, she smacked the tolerance into me and the ignorance clean out. Wow. Because as soon as she said what she said, I knew that she heard what I said. I knew that she heard that bullshit that I said. When she told me how my aunt felt and that she got in her car and drove off in tears. 
I don't ever want to make anybody feel like that, man. And, you know, sometimes it got to be a person. You have to have a personal stake with this type of shit for you to understand it. I really feel I really feel that. Like yesterday, shooting in Providence, nine people get shot. I don't think anybody who lives in Barrington can agree or or empathize until it happens to them. You had a fishing a fishing cookout or some shit. All y'all eating salmon and, and, and trout. And then somebody comes through and just airs the shit out. Or with arrows, not guns. Wow. And a bunch of white people get hit with arrows and have to go to fucking Kent County Hospital. You ain't gonna get what the violence is like in Providence until you experience some shit like that. I I didn't understand how how um how important it was for everyone in our family to accept my aunt sexuality. And she's the oldest of my mom's siblings. She's the one that's right above my mom. You know what I mean? It's her, it's my mom, then her. And for me to bring tears to her eyes and her partner's eyes and to make them sad, that was one of the most awkward comp like phone calls I ever had to make in my life. You know what I'm saying? So like bringing it back off topic a little bit, but still kind of on topic because buried my grandmother on Wednesday, but like all last week and leading up to her to her funeral, that was the one story that stuck out. And I debated that when we had an opportunity to go up and give the acknowledgments, if I should share that story. And I didn't because it would take me a long time to get through that shit. And I knew I would I would have fucking cried. I would have lost it. I cried, but like I would have been <laughs> and then she's back me and said, if you ever say some shit like that again, boy, it's your ass. But like that was a defining moment. That's when I knew my grandmother was a thug. That's when I knew that she was all about loving unconditionally every single last one of her family members. Mm-hmm. Period. And if you weren't on board, she was gonna beat that shit into you. Because like I said, she's this big. I could put her in my pocket at 16. She smacked the fire at I never my mama never hit me that hard. And I got a lot of ass with this. You know what I'm saying? So again, coming back to this queen, definitely coming from a place of hurt and very emotional, which is why she generalized. But I understand what she was trying to say. And I feel like if this was a message that she gave in 2011 versus now, it would have been all correct. Because I do feel like there's a lot of cisgender black men who have been coddled. You know what I mean? I have. I tell you all the time, my friends that have both of their parents still, well, one of them no longer is on that list. But like in Corey Thompson, I tell you all the time, I think these niggas are super soft because they have both parents their entire life. Me? I had both, but they were split up. They didn't live together. They didn't split financial responsibilities, none of that shit. And so they don't really know adversity like that. Because if anything got crazy, they had mom and dad at the crib. Mom and dad would take them on vacation. Mom and dad would give them allowance. I stopped getting allowance when I was nine years old. And then even after that, the only person that kicked in and gave me financial rewards was my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? So these niggas don't get it. You know, a situation that you and I have been through, Bree, like when we're, we don't have a car and we have to take the bus or we have to walk or whatever, we do that no problem. One of them two niggas have to do it, they won't go. Even if it's work, you got to go to work to make money. They won't go to work if they have to walk. They will call everybody in their phone, an ex that they ain't talked to in two years, a friend from kindergarten whose number they just so happen to have because they seen him in the club the year prior. They will call whoever they can just to not walk to work. I've walked from the south side all the way past the mall to my to where I live now mm-hmm. to go to work multiple times. 
Because that's what I got to do. But certain people ain't built like that. These black men have been so spoiled that they don't, nah. And I think that's what she was getting at. Like the audacity that as a man, just because you're cis hetero, you feel like more of a man than anyone else. And these people have been through so much more than you would mm-hmm. ever. Just from like, I don't know so much about that. And different. you have, you have They've been through different things. Though. Though. Yeah, that's the, that's the part, that's the part that she was mad at. Because yeah. then like a lot of, a lot of cisgender black women hold these niggas down and you know it's true a lot of black women do hold these niggas down and that and those and for for reasons that are very physical has nothing to do with like emotion it's very physical it's about dick it's about sex it's not it's not about anything else like the fact that moms obviously it's not about sex but for women their age like she was taken advantage of by a nigga who was fucking her Point blank period. That's why there's two parts to that. That's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. The video don't get made if a nigga didn't play her. She feels played. She feels used. Or maybe she has a gay friend that went through something <clears throat> and she feels like I did it. Eh, right. I don't think she's gonna go that hard if it didn't hit her personally to the level. You gotta watch the, you have to watch um the part first one. part as well because she also talks about like how black women also don't support gay men and right. like they have gay friends and they just use them as accessories right. or they're pit against them, like talking about how um which came first? Like, are they stealing from black culture, black women culture, or is black women culture stealing from them? Blah, blah, blah. It's definitely them stealing from black women culture. Yeah. Well, I need to watch that, but even that doesn't even sound right. Because I feel, again, it would have been perfect 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like the synergy between gay women, I mean, gay men and, and black women are like, I feel like it's pretty fucking good. But people would have said I mean, that 10 years ago. Whatever, that's true. You know, people like, would have said the same thing. No, they wouldn't have. Because being a homosexual was super taboo. But they it was like play. very problematic 10 years ago. No. When you say 10 years ago, you're talking about 2000 or 2010? I'm talking about 2011. Okay. 2011. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that that's a good gauge for that. No. 2000? I, 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 I have a lot of gay friends I, and like noticing what they've gone through yeah. then versus now is much different than... From what year though? From 2000... I'm talking about since th- middle school, so like 2005, 2006. Got you. Until now. That's difficult. Here's the thing. I don't think we can place a year on it. I think we can place a developmental stage on That's the most saying, traumatic yeah. times for someone who doesn't meet society's expectations. But I so, you're saying like now it feels like society is more accepting, therefore we have This is grown. true. This is true. I don't think we're all there. Right. Because at the stage of where you're in middle school, right, where you're supposed to be defining who you are mm-hmm. and what you're going to be, and everybody's just trying to figure it out. Somebody's right. different. It's easier to bully somebody because they're different. Because you don't want anybody else to know. Um, you don't want you don't want to be different too. For right, that you'll be the target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I think about I don't think there was many times at all that black women did not fully um like all black women you can say I don't think there was any time that you could say all black women are against gay black men. True. Yeah. Um I don't think there is a time that you can say all black men are coddled, all black straight men are coddled, and all black straight men um, don't know what struggle looks like. Mm-hmm. Because struggle does not only, I mean, if you can say, you can say that, oh, um, adversity, right, mm-hmm. builds strength. But in some people, adversity builds the ability to manipulate. Right, complacency. 
so for you to say, I don't think every gay black man is a strong person. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if they're out fully expressing themselves mm-hmm. or if they are suppressing themselves. I don't think that you can just put a blanket statement and that's like saying, oh, all black people are good people or all white people are good people. Right. People run on a spectrum. And I feel like with the confidence at which he said those statements, it was very damaging mm-hmm. to people because you, you're you under the assumption. So somebody can run into someone who is gay and can be, um, you know, manipulative or dependent or one of those things. And, um, and, uh, if they're that thing, you run the risk of them now feeling like everybody who is a gay black man is going to be manipulative. Right. We cannot use blanket statements. Yeah. You can't. It's a toxic mentality. Yeah. Excuse me. Word. Well said. Gangsta Brie. Is there anything else you would like to say to wrap your topic up, my friend? Are you drinking orange juice? Yeah. Orange juice and whiskey is Okay, but she's gonna have rapid fire poops. I'm not. She's drinking whiskey in the tea and the orange juice. See, I don't know how Sia's stomach is like a thing. That's really upsetting to me. Wrap up your topic, man. Oh, okay. So I think like um, she was getting at the idea of being masculine and how, um, yeah. You said that already. We were talking about different things like adversity and, and how struggle and stuff like that, but like. Just the idea of being masculine, being owned by cis hetero men is owned. crazy. And I still think that, that is a huge problem. Man, there's so many women out here with big, big energy. That's what. That's another reason why it's like, man, what are you talking about? She had big, big energy the whole video. Okay. Would you have called her masculine? Yes. Okay. What do you think big, big energy means? Why? Okay. Why can't you be a confident, bold, outspoken <laughs> woman without it being related to a dick? Like, right. Why can't women just exist as women and be themselves? And why can't that be feminine? That's what Brie was saying. Is Why is there such a negative connotation? It ain't negative. What, I'm just saying that. And why do you have to associate confidence with, with having, having a big dick? That's toxic, my friend. That's possibly clit. what she was saying. Hey, That's what she was saying, too. So like, it makes it all better that I said clit instead of dick? Big clit. She has a big clit. No, but if people are like confident, she has a very tight and wet living, vagina. It shouldn't be. First of all, having a tight and wet vagina is not the only. That's not the best. It's not way the to only be a woman. one. What is? What's the, the best way to be a woman? What's the best way? Some of us have looser. Not so. Oh my god! What are you trying to say? Why are you getting nasty? Do you have a dry? Do you have a, are you going to a dry? Sometimes, spell? but only because it depends on. You have a, you fucking gay niggas. I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> we do two claps on this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> Stop fucking these gay niggas, like man. The, uh, masculinity aspect. You can be angry. Aspect. You can do all of that. No, that's I'm fine. Saying, do like, it. Masculine. Don't call it big dick energy, then. If you're doing it all the time, it's big dick energy. No, it's not. No. Yes, why does it have is. to be related to a dick? Oh my god. Big why can't she energy. just be? No, but why can't? Why you? Just why are you angry all the time? Angry. Not you. I'm saying in general. If you have, if that's your so if you have, if you have, if you express, bomb. If you, no, who said that? I didn't say that. You said why she. Why are you expressing the emotion of anger more than you express any other emotion? How do you know that? That's the only video of her that you. No, no, no. I'm not talking about her. I'm saying in general for women who are always angry. Who? Like why? Like like I said, 
Who heard you? But why get, when they're accepting other things like compassion? She talked about why do you default to calling them the angry black woman or this woman is angry because she's expressing herself? Like now she's angry. She was angry. She, she wasn't angry? She was passionate. I think she was passionate. She was being passionate. And yes, she was frustrated. So you think that that wasn't personal for her? The shit that I'm she was talking well, about? Well, that's what I'm saying. It was personal. That's why she went on her podium and decided to speak on it. Because gotcha. somebody close to her was probably her it, But you, you're way too... Both of y'all are way too intelligent to, to, know, to not know the difference between passion and anger. But that is passion. She, but what I'm saying is gotcha. it's like if that was a man in that position, you'd say... Oh, I'd be like, this nigga's angry. angry. But you don't have to I don't say that. She did not save any. She didn't save any words for like for black men specifically, and yeah. I, that probably made you feel like she's okay. angry. No, no, because not, she wasn't not at all. I, yo, but I agree with a lot of what she said. Like if you watch the other video, she also doesn't save those for black women too. She's right. like a lot of y'all. Like, I believe you. I am yeah. totally like neutral when in this. When women come at like a subject like that, like are passionate and speak on a specific group of men, cis men. Y'all get a little defensive, and then I turn around and say, like, oh, she's angry. And it's always not all men. Not all men. Why are we doing not all stuff? Like, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how it's an issue. It's a prevalent issue. And and how can we work together as a community to fix the issue? By not calling passionate women angry. Yes. And if if it it walked like a duck and quacked like a duck. Okay, so. I mean, but. You would. You wouldn't spare me if I did that, and I'm a black guy. You wouldn't I would do say that for black guys. You were passionate. You, who's that I guy? wouldn't say you I was passionate. It's very problematic that you guys. He angry. I yo, I will 100 percent admit that Kevin Samuel? Samuels. Kevin yeah. Samuels is very angry. He angry. Is that masculine? Is like why is that defined as masculine? But that's energy? not big dick energy. Though, that's right? white people. I don't know. We didn't create any of these constructs yes, anyway. Did. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Black people didn't. Create, we we didn't create a damn thing to to reinforce it. Right. Is not as bad as creating it, but it's still bad. You're feeling it. That's the point that they try to say. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Bree. See, she always comes in and mm-hmm. just really, she is that missing link. I appreciate right. her. And y'all right. niggas is some. She just like you are. Ha- you are lucky to have her. She. That's my nigga right there. She hold me down. She always protects me. I'm spoiled. Ooh, she's a good bre- <laughs> <laughs> It's your birthday yeah. for fifty-five more minutes. Only fifty-five. So no. What time were you going? So good up. I've been my been my birthday, my nigga. I was no. born I was born May fourteenth, nineteen eighty nine at three thirty something AM. Okay, so, so your birthday, birthday doesn't end till three thirty something AM. No, it doesn't no, happen. birthday already happened. Yeah, it happened a long time ago. It happened three AM. No, like but 15. it's like the twenty four hours end from the time you were until yeah. three thirty something. Yeah. Look at you having smart moments. Two claps. No, but you agreed and you got it. I'm really upset that you're drinking that I'm sorry. It's actually because she's drinking tea with the hot water and putting the. If I drink tea with milk, then I couldn't get milk. Tea with milk, milk and orange juice. You put milk in it. No, I'm saying oh. I didn't have milk, so I feel like it's not. Why are you judging her? She's just water. I'm just concerned. She's about passionate this. about fixing her throat. See, see how quick that they, you know what? Uh, JBP. Well, where were we at? We no, nah, we're done. Jump? We're done. We're done, my nigga. They were, oh, they were jumping me. They waited until you left, okay. and they jumped me. They were jumping. <laughs> she hit me with the haymaker. Oh I, I was on the ropes, and I came back, <laughs> and then and then Sarah hit me with the left hook. Don't forget. And then knocked me on the canvas. <laughs> Yeah, that was the I was agreeing with my friend. You niggas was just jumping me. I was agreeing. We were not. Look, see, he needs to be coddled and protected. You see? See? <laughs> see? 
You see? You see? Wait a minute. This is violence. Exactly. Right? It's violent, right? It's the violence going on. That's what she did. She woke up this morning. hitting me in the eye with a napkin. You threw it right back and hit me on my neck. Oh, things were actually flying? Okay. No, no, no. You were here for that. That's what I did. That's the noise. Make the noise again. I do it one more time. Do it one more time. Come on, Sarah Swisher. You sound like Spider Man shooting his web slinger. But, all right, Joe Budden Podcast. We're going to do this mad quick. They're done. It's officially over, man. It's over, bro. Snigger Joe is a ho ho, bro. I don't know anybody who's a bigger ho than Joe Budden, except for like Cat Stacks in 2008. (laughs) I chose violence this morning, too. Just not towards my friends, because I don't want to be violent towards my friends. I want to love all my friends from now until eternity. But who's a bigger hoe than Joe Budden? Who's a bigger chump than Joe Budden? If you look up in the dictionary. The word chump? The word chump. Ho. Ho. Bitch ass nigga. Um, Narcissist. Let her finish. She didn't finish. She ain't going to use my shit. <laughs> that and I'm going to add Benedict Arnold. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add Benedict Arnold. Yeah, man. Um, because you do not. First of all, if there was ever a disagreement that I was having with my f- podcast mates, we are not having it on air. There's no reason for me to air you out. I'm not. I'm not talking about you on social media. I'm not doing. There, there are times that we've been at odds. Nobody else knew about it. About five or six. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew that we was at odds mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, and I and I I think that sometimes the whole idea of like what happens in this house stays in this house can be toxic. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a public and there's a private life. Mm-hmm. Everybody in a public will not understand the bond that you guys have built. Right. And at the end of the day, there's something that I I remember vividly. They still say it to this day. You're showing off. You're showing off for people because you think everybody's going to cheer you on and say all this nice shit. And at the end of the day, the people who was with you, you make it easy to turn against them. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you had something to say to somebody, you say it to them, not to the public. Mm-hmm. And that's pure. You're, you're plainly trying to embarrass that person. <laughs> You got a vendetta against them, someone that you was with all the time. Four that years. You built something. Oh, five years, I'm sorry. Five years. That you built someone that you built something with. Love that you converse with at the very least a business partner, if not a friend. Right. And mm-hmm. you air them out, not to their face, not to them, but in public. With no remorse. Somebody say Judas? <laughs> For two and a half hours on a podcast. Can on the number one podcast. I honestly don't know a lot about the Joe Budden podcast. Well, it's the number two podcast. So Joe Budden and his uh, <laughs> co-host, Maul, Jamal and Rory. Uh-huh. Jamal and Rory took a month and a half off from the podcast from the end of February, all of March. Actually, no. All of March and all of April. Basically, they came back like that last week of April and did two episodes and then they did two more last week and then they refused to go back this week. Uh, so they came back for four episodes after missing six weeks because Joe in February and January, the episodes were really choppy 
We talked about this a little bit last week, uh, two weeks ago. The episode was choppy because Rory, who is the white guy, one of the two white men that's on the podcast who speaks, he was getting cut off by Joe Budden a lot. Mm -hmm. Joe wasn't respecting his opinion. Joe was shooting a lot of shit that he was saying down. He was being very dismissive. And so Rory got fed up because it kept happening. It happened episode after episode. So he said, yo, bro, we can fight. Mm-hmm. Like, st- I didn't say that. Stop putting words in my mouth. Because Joe Budden is a very, he's a very projective motherfucker. Like, he yeah, will put, he will, no, he's projective. Like, whatever he thinks, if you make a good point and he didn't make it before you, he will say something that you said that he really thinks mm-hmm. to make you look like you think something that's the opposite of what's accepted now. And he does that to Rory a lot because he's white. He doesn't do it to, to Maul at all. Maul is, Maul, half of the time he'd be doing what Bree's doing right now. Scrolling on his phone, not really engaged in the podcast conversation, unless it's about Griselda, because he's like Griselda stand, he like dick rides them niggas. So it was like five or six episodes in a row where Rory was like, yo, bruh, you want to screw up or what? He was like, yo, dog, like, what's wrong with you? Like, what's, what's good? Like, I got hands, you got hands. Let's step outside. Mm-hmm. And Joe didn't like it. And Joe's also a 40-year-old man now. And Rory's only 30. And Rory <laughs> will fucking watch him. And he, and Joe is aware of this. So without talking to Parks or Moore, who are the other two members of this podcast, he just said, he texted Rory individuals like, yo, man, why don't you just take the next couple of pod, pods off? Ne- take the next couple episodes off. He didn't tell Moore. He didn't tell my fucking, uh, he didn't tell Parks. Now, that's the equivalent of me. Telling Bree, yo, or Thompson, Thompson, because he's the new one. Yo, Thompson, take the next couple pods off. Without talking to Bree about it. Mm-hmm. We're all business partners. This is our shit. We do it together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't make a decision about this podcast without all three of them, or all three of us buying in. Yeah. So that's the equivalent of me saying, yo, Thompson, man, take the next five podcasts off. Bree loves Thompson. I love Thompson. We all love Thompson together. So who the fuck am I? Regardless of whose name is on the podcast, who started it, how long I've been doing, doesn't matter. Once I told Bri this is your podcast, she now has ownership and a stake in this podcast. Right. Once I say that to Thompson, which I haven't yet, but he got stake and ownership in the podcast. Jesus Christ. Why you why you gotta do that? Sad shit while we in the middle. Because I got a text and a phone call. Is everybody alright? Nobody somebody in your family? We'll talk about it later. Continue. God damn it. Because, oh my lord. You got me all fucked up. But anyway. So, yeah. Like, you just. You just, you just said I was on my phone. I was showing you why. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I apologize. Um, If if I said that or did that to one of my co-hosts without the other one's approval, that's a problem. We all have to agree on that shit. So, Joe said, you know what? You're done for the pod. Take a vacation. He basically told him, yo, take, take a couple weeks off. Mm-hmm. Without talking to anyone else, and so just made that decision on his own. And so for six weeks, Rory mm-hmm. said, "Bet." When Maul found out what he said, because he said, "Yo, Maul, come to Park's house. We're gonna talk about it." He went to Park's house. They talked about it. He was like, "Yo, bro, how you gonna sit there without talking to me and Parks and just say Rory has the next four episodes off? Why didn't you talk to us about it? We're all doing the pod." Da 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 da. He was like, "Well." The decisions that make on the pod are none of your business. Oh, he did that. He did that. Mm-hmm. Mind you, his name is on the podcast. Of course. So was Rory's. The Joe Budden podcast with... with... Rory and Mal. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, with Rory and Mal. <laughs> I don't know who Mal is. <laughs> That's Asian. But... 
Exactly. So when he said it to Maul, he probably said, it's none of your fucking concern. It's none of your business. I can do whatever I want. It's my shit. Da da da. Maul was like, oh, okay, Joe, that's what we doing? So he took, he, he went on a strike with, with Rory. Six, it lasted six weeks. They came back two weeks ago. Two Fridays ago, we just talked about this shit. We just talked about it two weeks ago. And I said, they went back on the pod. Joe was like, I don't owe my friends. I don't owe my friends respect. I don't owe this. I don't owe that. When you say the word "owe," oh, it means debt. I don't. I'm not in debt to none of my friends. Because, saying, they, because they said you owe your friends respect. Yeah. He's saying all this wild shit. Everybody's replaceable. Da 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 da. Oh. I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, and they're sitting there listening to it. If I'm Maul or Rory, we're jumping this nigga. I'm gonna look over at Maul. He's going to look over at Rory. They're going to stand up out of their seats, and they're going to beat this nigga's ass on the podcast. Wow. And it's going to go viral on all the hip-hop blogs. Wow. The audacity to say you don't owe respect to your friends. If you don't respect your friends, you that means you're walking that? around here disrespecting all I'm kinds of strangers. Mm-hmm. He even what? said that. He said it. Yeah. He said it out loud. The, the word O means dead. Implies and I'm not. It implies debt, and I'm not in debt. I don't do debt to anyone. I'm not in debt to anybody, especially my friends. If you don't know where my where I am as a friend, rah 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 rah. Yeah. Somebody tweeted at him and said, "Why do you keep destroying everything you create?" And he said, "Because I can." Yeah, and I was like, "You saw that? Oh my god! Because I can." Nobody pays to watch Joe Budden no. talk. If that's the case, he would have been the artist that he keeps talking to when he interviews them. Shut the hell up. Forever. Shut the F up forever. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is this. He thinks that because the numbers didn't go down that much when Rory and Moore left, yeah. that he's good and people are going to continue yeah. to watch. Now that they're officially... He fired Rory on air two yeah. days ago. He fired him. Mm-hmm. He said, now, Rory, if you don't get... If you don't bring no motherfucking sponsorships, if you don't bring in any fucking deals... So y'all motherfuckers got your people talking to... I guess they was talking to the to the upper people who, like, do the sponsorships or whatever, bringing more money to the, mm-hmm. to the uh, podcast. And he's like, he's like, you don't run shit. So from here on out, Rory, you're fired. Damn, and this was aired or this was No, he aired it. He released it. He's a narcissist, man. To the to the fucking millionth degree. He said, if you guys wanna get the LLC, you wanna start a podcast only after you're done with your contract, you guys wanna pay for the LLC, pay for the insurance, uh fucking uh cater to all the all the sponsors and the brands, blah blah blah, rubity roo. You can go ahead and do that. You can pay for all the money to do that. And I'm just like, nigga, what? Who even? He's not even that serious. He couldn't like, even keep a deal with Love and Hip Hop, so I don't know what he's talking about. Wow. It's like, Joe, you proved you proved everybody right. Who was a, a hater and a doubter of you? You proved everybody right. In your fucking, in your, on your journey to like be to be Hove or to be Charlemagne the God, or to be Diddy and all these other black men he sucks off on the pod, has been <laughs> sucking off for five years. You're doing everything backwards. All the niggas that were closest to Hove, Diddy, and motherfucking uh, Charlemagne, they're eating. 
Charlamagne's bodyguard is now a member of his podcast. Yeah. That's how real he's keeping it. Mm-hmm. All the other fucking black podcasts that had at least 100,000 views per week mm-hmm. are now on the Black Effects Podcast Network that Charlamagne broke it with iHeartMedia. Wow. You got two podcasts on your under the Joe Bunnan Podcast Network. Yours <laughs> and the one with... with Nigga, you got two podcasts. Wow, you got two podcasts on your network. Wow, this nigga Charlemagne the God has all the smoke podcasts. Matt Barnes and not gonna lie, they have pretty decent conversation on that podcast sometimes. What all the smoke? It's iffy. Tori Kelly, yeah, no, Tori Kelly is a songwriter. Yeah, she was a songwriter, but I've only heard her gospel music. She's 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 beige. She is. She's black. an. She was an artist for a little bit too. She's blackish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she could be. She could be. Uh, her dad is black. Yeah. Right. Oh, that could be. Yeah. But she's like a. Blonde, yeah. She's like, beige. Like she's beige. Right? She's like. Yeah. She's like a Yara Sahidi. Have you ever seen that movie? Sing like no, the animated movie. I haven't seen that. Well, she's. She's the star. You're right. You're right. You're right. She's a great. She's like a Mariah Carey. But like way less popular. I've only heard actual music like with other gospel artists, but I guess everybody does that. Yeah. Well, trying to... But either way, he got two podcasts on his on the Joe Budden Podcast Network. Kelly's egotistical as yeah. well. I've had Grammys, I've had songs, and I've had mm-hmm. No one cares. Bitch, you have a podcast where only eighty five thousand people watch a, a week. No one cares. You know what I'm saying? He got two podcasts on his network. Charlamagne has all of the rest of the black podcasts. Literally all of them. Wow. All of them. There's so many that you I can't even Kid Mero and, and and the the gay dude, the black dude, kid kid something, and and, and kid his Fury. best friend, Kid Fury, another girl, mm-hmm. bang, their podcast on there. The Tamika Mallory shit, yeah, the read mm-hmm. Tamika Mallory's podcast, all oh, the smoke, eighty five South, DC wow, Fly, really? Tico, but yes, wow. they're all under Charlemagne shit. Mm-hmm. So Joe saw that he went right on the podcast with Maul and Rory, making fun mm-hmm. of it. Ah, blah blah blah. I'll never join it. Blah blah blah. blah. Six months later, he starts the Joe Budden Podcast Network after he denies a $100 million Spotify deal that he didn't tell Rory and Maul about. He didn't explain any numbers. He didn't say what was offered. Blah, blah, blah. The only thing he wanted, the only thing he cared about was keeping the rights to the podcast and the rights would have came with the $100 million. And he said no, which is fine. I do not disagree with that. But tell your fucking friends. They're your friends. Right. You met Rory in the industry, but you guys had a friendship. There was a relationship there. You got arrested with Mo like seven times. Wow. You've known Mo since you've been on, nigga. Since you've been on. That's like me starting this pod. This shit blows up. And I front on Coop. And say, yo, bro, you and Bree, y'all can't know the numbers that title's trying to offer us for. Mm-hmm. I've known Thompson since 2003. Mm-hmm. I say that shit all the time because it sounds nuts when mm-hmm. I say it out loud. I've known Thompson for 18 fucking years, yo. You know somebody for that long, and you say, nah, it's none of your business what happens with this podcast. I make all the decisions here. And they ain't going to sit there and be like, oh, well, you got your punk-ass representation that ain't been around since the beginning, coming around asking questions, talking about cease and desist and ownership and Robbity Rue. Man, fuck Joe Budden. Straight up. Fuck Joe Budden. That podcast is going to go down. Parks, I loved you, bro. I loved you like a white brother who was 6'5 and couldn't hoop. I loved you like you came out of my father's new wife's vagina. And you did this to me by sticking by Joe and doubling down on his fuck shit. 
because you ain't got not a one album to produce. It's hurtful, man. It really is. It breaks my heart. Fuck. But, yo, man, I wish nothing but the best to Mona Rory because them niggas is going to be all right. No Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little drunk. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got to say on that. Briefly, last, last minute thoughts. I mean, I just, I really feel like the trouble with the narcissist is they're going to be a narcissist. All the time, man. And as much as, like, I feel like one of the faults that we have is that we see potential in people and we tend to act off of the potential that we see in people rather than them showing us who we really are. Hmm. And when you, somebody like Joe Budden needs a living psychiatrist. 100%. <laughs> I agree. 100%. He's man. got a lot of, um, what do you call it, shadow work to do. There's a lot of demons within him. And I need somebody, whoever cares about Joe Budden and is close enough to him, to go check on him. Jesus. Because I think something's <laughs> wrong. Jesus and all Something of his has been people. wrong, but we're reaching a point of after everything happens with this podcast and the public opinion um, of him changes worse than it already is and has been, he is going to start to fall off from an emotional and mental perspective. Mm -hmm. So I need somebody, anybody who cares about Joe Budden and is close enough to him to be able to reach out to him and say, yo, you good? Somebody please check on him. Because he's okay. he is not okay. And, and and as much as he might pretend he's going to be okay right now, he's not. All that pretending to like to, to, to act like you're not doing a lot of this shit so you can be like the niggas that you idolize is also very unhealthy. Listen, he, he's feeling very self-conscious and has been for years about the fact that his rap career never actually took off. So <laughs> when he interviews... Rappers who started in the game after he he had was more, success. more successful mm -hmm. than he was. Petty. He feels like it's a slap in the face. He's so passive aggressive. Ask him to do that. What do you mean you got a three hundred and sixty deal, you little yachty? You don't read your paperwork, nigga. Yeah. He's twenty. <laughs> Did you read your paperwork when you got signed at twenty? No. no. That's why you don't. He talks about it all the time. Yeah, that's why he you like get. He blames that on the fact that he's not so successful. This nigga gets. Yeah, literally. This <laughs> nigga, <laughs> my, my nigga, he gets three percent of the royalties from Pump It Up, one of the he biggest songs, one of the biggest movie soundtrack songs of all time. He goes out of his way to remind you about that. I love Megan Thee Stallion signs a deal, or like gets mad at her ownership, or Cardi B is mad at uh, what the fuck is the record label? God damn it. Young money. No, not Young Money. Oh, Cardi B, nigga. Oh, oh, man. P. If he gets, if she gets mad at P and the niggas, that because he's a nigga that signs oh, officer. Quality control. Quality control. Oh, Cardi. I can't believe Cardi would sign that deal. And nah, nah, nah. Why she mad at P? Nah, nah. P almost beat your ass with the Migos on the red carpet at the hey, B&T Awards. And called you a pussy. <laughs> They called you a pussy. Ice trade, yeah. Ice trade again, nigga. Like, what are you talking about? He gets a check from yo. Every time that song is put on a movie sound on a movie soundtrack, he gets a check for like four hundred bucks. When the label gets like fifteen thousand, yeah. Who wrote it? He wrote it. Did he really? No, no. Somebody who was the nigga who wrote it? It wasn't him. I forgot who wrote it. It was another. Pump it up. 
Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that's it for the, that's it for this pod. 221, my motherfucking 32nd birthday episode, nigga. Sarah, you know what? For all of that. <laughs> I'm about to go to the strip club and shake my booty. Okay. On a stripper. Because I haven't been in like two years. And y'all can't see it right now because I turned the camera off. <laughs> but I'm about to go twerk and twerk, twerk. Y'all are welcome to come. I have free admit one tickets for all of us. I know y'all ain't going to come. I mean, maybe you'll come because you're freaky. And, what strip club? And a strip club. That's all you got to worry about. But I ain't going to talk about that on air. <laughs> we love you. Riri, sign off if you will. Happy birthday to my friend, <laughs> my co-host, my motherfucking nigga. Two claps. Yay. Wait, I got the yo-yo in my head. Give me a second. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Two claps. Ah, nigga. Yeah. 32 is a blessing. Yes, ma'am. Happy to see you here. Yeah. Me too. S- super excited. Yes. Um, We're going to turn up tomorrow listen, for it's, sure. It's, it's a national holiday. Um, yeah. We're celebrating all weekend. Yes. Um, Buffalo chicken dip on me. Yes, tomorrow. <laughs> yes. At, the, at my actual party when we get butt naked and wild and midget strippers, it's going down. <laughs> See ya, Sarah. Please sign off. Happy birthday! And don't, don't, don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you, don't you start, don't you start singing like your mom. Sign off. You're, and you're never, yeah, you're on punishment. One month, no podcast for you. No podcast for you. Don't be like Joe. No podcast for you. You can come back next week only if you apologize and bring a deal. <laughs> sponsorship. <laughs> you bring a sponsorship, you can come back. Sign up, fool. Oh, man. This is so fun. Thank you for inviting me. Thank Happy you for coming. Again. Thank Happy you, too. sweetie. Appreciate you. Love you. <laughs> Sarah Sweatshirt. It's on you. Happy birthday. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yo. She got a silencer and a potato. Yo, potato. <laughs> Be like, yo, this is Sarah motherfucking sweatshirt coming to you live from Dartmouth. Yep, all that. Uh, gay. Anyway, <laughs> we'll listen, holla- listen, listen. Tell a friend. Yes, sir. To tell a friend. Yes, ma'am. To tell their mother. Absolutely. Or the person who talks the most in their life. Word. About the pre-game podcast. On oh, God. Everybody man. needs to hear it. You should listen to it. Just because you hear it doesn't mean that other people understand this greatness. Word. Give it to them. Yes. It's the best gift you can give anybody in 2021. Uh, and it's the free, my nigga. It's free. It's going to cost you. Them a link. There is zero spam, and we are on all platforms. Absolutely. All platforms, and it's only going to cost you about two hours and 14 minutes of your time, bitch, nigga. Listen, you so could, just listen you to could, it. You could do so much while you're listening to the podcast, and you'll feel like you're part of the conversation because... We that, make you feel like you're a part of the conversation. That's a, that's mm-hmm. on that's on God and them, nigga. That's on Crip. That's on the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and don't fumble that motherfucker. On that note, we love you. This is episode 221 of the pregame. We'll be back next week for 222. Wale, Bri See ya in the lovely Sarah sweatshirt. We'll holler at y'all. Thompson, we miss you. Not really, but kind of. Peace. And of course, we can't forget the what? Hey, peace. Ah, ah. <laughs>